Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, yeah, welcome, guys. Uh, We got a jam-packed show today. A lot of information, um, a lot going on. Shout out to – I run into so many people randomly all the time, man. My son had, like, eight games this weekend. The referee, uh, his name was Tony. Shout out to Tony. I'm going to send him some merch. He he said he he rocked with everything. Uh, He's been watching Market Mondays since the beginning. You know, it's just – is really impacting a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm out and I'm out a lot, I'm out all the time and all, all these random different AAU tournaments all across New Jersey and Connecticut, New York and coaches, parents, everybody always stops me. So shout out to everybody for consuming the content for, you know, propelling us to where we are now. Truly appreciate it. Very humbling okay. experience for sure. Shout out to our bro Krulo. Oh yes, my brother. Shout out to Crew Love, yeah, Jay Crew Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, our, and our brother uh, Lord Dio from yeah. the UK. He pulled up on us this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. for oh, he's yeah. amazing, man. Yeah, we got to show him a little, show him the city a little bit. Yeah, he was in, he That's was incredible. in, he was in New York for a little bit. So, uh, we got Chinchilla on your microphone. No, just trying to step it up a little bit. I ain't got the, <laughs> the little box thing yet. I got to get one of the market Monday. Uh, what do they call it? Microphone okay. flag. Yeah. You know, trying to ask a little touch. Going, going in the booth with that. Got the Frank Lucas on the on the on the microphone. Got to block that. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> very very. You in a playful mood today? This is gonna be good. Uh, it's all good, good, man. It's all good, man. Um, so let's get into this. Eid Mubarak for everybody that celebrated Ramadan. It was the end of Ramadan, so it's a holiday for all Muslims all across the world. So um, you know, it's a joyous occasion. Obviously, it's a hard uh, 30 days if you fast from sun up to sundown with no food or no water. Uh, but, you know, it all is for a purpose. And today was the celebration of that. So, yes, the glorious day. Um, and I saw little Dirk was in the masjid. Did you see that? I did. I saw him throw the first pitch at the game. Right? He's- yeah, he's with, he was with his father. OK, so Dirk um, or Perkio. <laughs> Getting tricky out here. Yo, yo Kakashi, Perky- leave that boy alone. Perkyo got jammed up. Perkyo definitely got jammed oh, up, man. Six nine, six oh. nine's running rampant out here, man. Oh, yeah, hold your head, Perky. He might, he, he might, he, he might try to come at at uh at us soon, man. He, he might try to come at us soon, man. Yeah, yeah. He threw shots at Brandon. He threw shots at Brandon Marshall. He's set up little Perkyo. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how you know. tough and getting extorted? <laughs> Yo, Lil Perkyo and, and uh, the fake Drake were in a club together. I saw that. I think I saw a fake Drake in person, um, like a year ago. Just ran it before, like because it had to be him. Because I'm like, damn, this dude looks just Yo, like Drake. 
This dude, this dude's making club appearances. They're making club appearances. Like, <laughs> what that walkthrough bag looking like? Serious. I may bring out the suit and do it. Do uh, fake Amari. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are we doing? Uh, put, put my guy back on pause. So I get a little walkthrough bag. Oh um, man, wow. Live. A little perky on. Um, all right, so there's some events this week. Uh, EYL, big big a week for EYL. Support black colleges. Shout out to Justin and shout out to Corey. Good good brothers out of Atlanta. Um, they got a brand called Support Black Colleges. I'm pretty sure that you've seen the hoodies. You've yeah. probably seen it. Chris Paul wears it all the time. A lot of NBA players, you know, it's been real popular. Um, so they've blown up and, you know, really killed the merch game. So we sat down with them and they gave us a really, really dope episode on how to scale their business, the problems that they've had in business, because there's always mm -hmm. problems, not being able to get out inventory on time and having to, you know, deal with issues with customer complaints, but it's a learning experience. How to uh, get influencers to, um, you know, rock their clothes. And that's really how, you know, they really got the ball rolling. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of these things. You started a, a, a brand a few years ago, college, and now, you know, they're millionaires. So, Support Black College episodes going to be a really dope episode for anybody that's interested in merch, anybody that's interested in online sales, anybody that's interested in business and influencer marketing, um, all that type of stuff. So shout out to them. Mm. That comes out tomorrow, eight o'clock. And shout out to our girl, Angela Yee. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Revolt family. Uh, yeah. Assets over liabilities. That's the new episodes on TV right now. Well, in a little bit. And then it'll be on YouTube on Wednesday. So. Shout out to Angela Yee, always, always good people, always good energy. Yeah, I spoke to her earlier. Yeah, she was like, it's so tough for me to watch myself, but I'm gonna tune in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she gave a lot of games. And and, and back to that uh, support black colleges, that's a notepad episode. You know, like sometimes people walk around like y'all took notes. This is a full notepad episode. They I gave so wait. much game. Corey, obviously, I mean, just a brilliant mind, but the story how they met and the, the game that Justin just locked himself in a room and decided to like, devote himself to is incredible and, and they, they gave all of it out on the episode so make sure that you have notepads ready it's one of them yeah and then andre hatch is teaching the class for us on wednesday sorry for everybody i i had to postpone my uh, financial planning call the first time ever in two years at ey university that i couldn't make it but it was a scheduling conflict my son had four games this weekend um so you know always try Family to be first. A, try to be a parent when i can um but uh you know, I will be making the class up and uh, my apologies is one of these things that just kind of, you know, just a scheduling issue that uh, I didn't realize until the last minute. But we'll, we'll we definitely make that up for sure. That's going to happen. Um, That's incredible. All right. Uh, so, Ian, announcements. I know you you have an event this weekend, I believe, right? Um, next week. Yeah, weekend. next weekend in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. so okay. kudos to Nicole and congrats to Nicole and Greg. Oh, congratulations, congratulations. Uh, congrats, congrats, congrats. This is in the mail. <laughs> so love you guys dearly. But yeah, um, Clive, Damon John, myself, MC Light, Dom Kennedy. And whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow, slow down on these names. These, this is not like your average, like fireside chat, bro. <laughs> like slow down on the names. Damon John. Okay, boom. Of Shark Tank fame. Uh, Queen MC Light. <laughs> Yes. Dom Kennedy. Um, yes. Partnership with JP Morgan in Los Angeles. I appreciate you guys for showing up. Um, tickets are sold out. So we're working on another date, maybe in Dallas. But for those who will be there, I love you dearly. Red Panda family earners. If you're there, just say Red Panda earner. I'm going to let you squeeze in a few more questions. <laughs> Whatever we didn't get to in Houston, we'll get to in LA. So that's a uh, hell of a panel. Hell of a panel. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. God is good. Any other announcements you want to make? 
Oh, no stock club call tonight, but there will be a video uploaded that we did uh, with my brother George on private equity at 930. Also, if you go on Telegram, I sent you guys a note. If you send me your top questions on investing and trading, I will record it tomorrow and have it up for you on Thursday. So even though I won't be there tonight because our guests couldn't make it, um, you will have two episodes for stock club call this week. I have learned be there no matter what. Um, and shout out to my family, Dream Team, um, Don P, Kayla, Clint. Marcus, everybody, I love you. Family, love you. Um, and I wish I could announce what we just talked about. But I'm going to be quiet. Yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah, stay tuned yet, for the end of the year. There's like five more announcements before stay that tuned, one. Stay tuned. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's get into it. Before yeah, yeah, we, before we start, um, oh, we got we actually got an one more announcement. I'm gonna, oh, I, I'm gonna say something. Real quick. Okay. We got an event this weekend in Atlanta, CultureCon. There you go. So um, oh, if yeah. you if you're in Atlanta, CultureCon is sponsored by Cash App. Square, the infamous Square Cash App. Block. Block. Shout out Hello, to Cash Jack. App. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be doing a panel at CultureCon. So check us out. If you are interested, um, just go to their website. You can just get the ticket. And um, yeah, we definitely will be there. Shout out to the A. And um, let me just say this. Um, I am not really gonna go full full into it, but we're getting closer. So I just want to just save the date. Invest Fest will be happening this year, August weekend up August 5th. Fifth, sixth, and seventh. Save the date. Invest fest. It's it's gonna happen. It's gonna be a lot bigger, a lot, a lot bigger mm-hmm. than last year. So get your tickets, vendors, get your booths. I need four tables. Hey, listen up. We're <laughs> paying for them. Right, but listen, that line last year, I made it four. Listen, the, the the vendors uh email went out this weekend, and I'm talking about nearly, nearly sold out. Um, people calling like I need two, I need oh, two, no, I need two. Look, if you're a vendor and you were at Invest Fest last year, you already know the situation. Every every item that every vendor had was gone, right? There was nothing left. But on top of that, you got to network with other businesses and other people to create new opportunities. And so we going bigger. It's either go big or go bigger. And so we chose to go bigger this time. Twenty two gonna be crazy, y'all. Don't play yourself. <laughs> it's gonna be. Don't play yourself. It's a couple things. It's a couple things. But uh, yeah. We're gonna do it like summer jam. We some, every week we're gonna be something like one That's more detail. Smart. That's smart. <laughs> one more detail each week. You've been you've been warned. So, First yeah. detail is the date. Invest fest. Let me start working on my August show 5th, right 6th, now. and 7th. Stop playing. That's your birthday weekend? Ian? Yeah, August 1st. Okay. Oh, oh so it's, it's the weekend after your birthday. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna wait up. party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know that. You know come, that. come back with a tan. <laughs> some of these live trades. I may. Oh, we may give away a car or something. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm being real for. Let's you go. Never, you never. And know. he's 82, baby. So we're gonna weigh up. All right. Hey. All right. All right. So yeah. All right. We'll put all the descriptions in the in the in the uh put all links in the description of this video. But uh, disclaimer. Yes, sir. Yes, Ally, sir. Our content uh is intended to be used. Well, first of all, do your own research. <laughs> do your own research our, t- our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only it's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances you should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise this is a message brought to you by the good brothers at earning leisure and the good brother ian don't let the master invest in himself yeah, there goes the wave. There goes we got yeah, the wave. I'm slowly first, transforming back to, to suit Ian. Yeah, Glasses man. first, maybe a little <laughs> shirt, you know what I mean? The blazer coming next. Yo, yeah. Red Panda Family Earners, we want to let y'all know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally, you know, our good folks. 
They're the leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and are relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with allies so you can save, invest, and spend on things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off on the ally. And shout out to their commercials. Have you been seeing Absolutely. their commercials? Yeah, I watch yeah. the playoffs. Like every cooking. every like break, there's an ally commercial and they dope too. So shout out to them. Shout out to Ally. And if anybody asking, Best Fest will be back in Atlanta. ATL, shawty. Yeah, I know we love Atlanta. That's that's yeah. home. That's home. Um, all right, let's get into this. Okay, so quantitative destruction. What is mm -hmm. that? We talked about quantitative easing mm -hmm. several several times on the show. So I'm assuming everybody knows what quantitative easing is. Mm -hmm. But what is quantitative destruction, and what should investors be doing in this market? Um, quantitative destruction is the easing of capital um, to prevent from us going to a hyperinflation or a stagflation situation. So basically, the Fed has to create a recession to slow things from continuously growing at the rate that they are now. I was reading an article, uh, rent in Idaho has gone up 30% this year, Idaho. Kanye's not there. <laughs> Kardashians clearly aren't there. Shout out but to now, Kanye. Yeah, shout out to Kanye. Um, but the rent and the price of everything has gone up so much. This is the only weapon that they have to slow down inflation. And some people are asking, are we going to have a soft landing? Anytime that you have to try and cause a crash, the landing is never soft, especially for black people. So um, quantitative destruction is the, the opposite of quantitative easing where they were continuously pumping money into the market. Now they have to slow up the money that is uh, going out into the market to bring things back down to a normal level. So um, in this market, I told stock club members this earlier, but this is the time when the real investors come out. We've talked about it endlessly. Troy said it a bunch of times. Patience pays. You're going, please write this down. You're at least half the market is going to come down 30%. The worst companies are going to die 50 to 73% off from the all time highs from November. So in October, when I was telling you guys, hey, a crash is coming, enjoy. That was for two reasons, for traders. If you've been shorting these last couple months, bonds, equities, you've been killing. But for those of you who missed out on 2020, even part of 2021, lo and behold, we're at 2019 levels. And this is why I say, even when people are making a ton of money and rubbing it in your face and acting like black youngster and be like, I got gains in 2020, you didn't. The same spots that a lot of your friends were able to get in in 2021, you now can get in. Please put in chat, patience always pays. Clap it up for Troy. Like, <laughs> this is the name of the game. And if I can be just incredibly honest, those who are not willing to wait are going to get destroyed by most people who will. And it's like, let's say if we're playing like 21 and 31, right? Most people, if there's 80 people on the court, are going to knock themselves out buying at bad prices. Just mark off from the high 50%. Most companies that you heard about, Lucid, and I'm not picking on them, but Lucid, Rivian, Peloton, we're seeing Netflix fall apart. Probably half of the S&P 500 or NASDAQ is going to be chopped in half. You're going to get a chance to be able to buy in at 50% off, and you're going to be incredibly happy that you're a patient in doing so. So Ian, real quick, just real question. So when you talk about quantitative destruction, we talk, so when we, when we talk about the Fed rate, and these basis points get raised. Is this now part of the that's part of the equation? And if so, now that we've seen the S and P, I mean, drop, and we've obviously we, the Nasdaq is 
was 23% uh, down from his highs. Told you. Yeah. Uh, is it being priced in already? I mean, uh, yes and no. I mean, we we know that we knew that it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We knew quantitative easing had to stop at some point. But if you have no net buyers and you have more net sellers, and now we're seeing institutions, we'll talk about it later, they're shorting and buying puts like crazy. Like, shout out to my put short in chat if you've been killing to the downside. So until the Fed says, hey, okay, this is when we're going to level out. Here's where we're going to no longer begin to or continue to raise rates. That's when the market will stabilize. Now, if you're terrified out of your mind, and let's say you have a big amount of capital in the market, what should you do? Don't look at your account for the next 90 days. Um, please don't sell. And I said this early in Stock Club, but anyone that I knew that was trading stocks in 07, 08, 09, 2010, if they can go back, all of them unanimously, unless they made $30 million, wish they held those positions. Don't get out now. If you got in at bad prices, you can average down probably 20% lower. And the S&P is only down 13%. It could be a hell of a lot worse. Right. But now is the time to really look for the areas in which to load the boat. And when the Fed says, hey, okay, this is where we're going to level off, that's when you'll see us start to take off to the upside. So the Fed, they just announced they're going to raise interest rates again this week. Uh, I think tomorrow, right? Yeah, right. I think it's like 36 hours. I think Wednesday. Okay. I think Wednesday. Okay. So, how is that? How is that going to affect the market? Going to slap that bond market back down more. I mean, we were talking about this since August of the bond market topped August of 2020, and then when you have the government buying the bonds, and if you guys look at the chart, and maybe we can pull it up next week, the Fed and the government stopped buying equities at the exact top of the market. We're just in a, in a tricky situation. Um, the easy gains, I saw a great quote earlier that the euphoria era is now over. So now you have two cycles. You have momentum investors and traders, mm-hmm. and then what I define myself as as a catastrophic investor. So I want to buy a house in a neighborhood with good comps that just got set on fire. The, all the buildings are burning right now, right? So I want to wait to that 50% off their value. Does it suck to hold even a winner? Like Apple's down 13%. Sucks. But I could be down 80%, 70% in Peloton or something else. So hold on for the long term. If you play this out for a year or two, you'd be incredibly happy. But these are the levels uh, where you want to buy. And we are just actually entering the areas of the market where we should have been if there wasn't excessive money being pumped into the market. Yeah. And, And this is one of those months. Like, Traditionally, May is uh, April is a month where we see you know the the S and P gain and we see the Nasdaq. It's a great month for trading. And May, obviously, you know with the Memorial Day is usually the start of the summer, and we start to see the trend down in trading. The volume isn't the same, yeah. so it's almost looking like the storm is here. But oh, it's raining hard. <laughs> they, get your galoshes out. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some signs here that it, it could get a little bit more bumpy before it gets bright outside. And then, as Obama said when he was in uh, office, the Democrats can get shellacked in the midterms. Midterms, right? So, so, so I mean, honestly, we have like nine months until like the storm is like technically over. So, but all right, if the Democrats lose midterms, and then let's say the Republicans actually take over, you know, the House and Senate, and then let's say hypothetically they win the presidency in two years, mm-hmm. we 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 know that um, most recessions happen under. Republican leadership, mm-hmm. historical fact. 
It's not yes. a political bias. I'm, I'm actually a registered independent. But most recessions happen. The economy does worse when Republicans are in office. That's just a fact. Yes. So that's not encouraging. Another sign. Yeah. And, we, and that was one of the things we said at the top of the year. It was like, yo, midterm elections, this is going to be key. This is going to be key. How does that affect the market? We kind of broke it down. But like the facts that you're saying right now are how it can affect the, the economy. And so it, all these signs are, are part of how you come up with when we talk about do your research, like add all these things into it and say, all right, now I can make an educated decision on, on what I'm going to do. So when I was in third grade, right, I used to take my little papers and I was supposed to do my homework. Shout out to all my FCA family. And I would hide them and not do my homework, right? <laughs> and then report card would come out. And then who was my third grade teacher? Ms. Palmer, Ms. Joe, one of them. Um, she'd tell my mom and dad, like, hey, Ian's smart, but he wasn't doing his homework. And then my dad and mom would be like, listen, whatever you put it in the, in the wash, going to come out in the rents. So there's only a certain amount of time that we can borrow money at a low interest rate and think every company on earth is amazing. Even the ones with no revenue and terrible net profit. This reminds me a lot of 2091 all over again, kind of combined together. I'll say all that to say, when real estate is at exorbitant levels, venture capital, which that market is getting devastated, uh, is at exorbitant levels, so is the stock market, so is the angel market. The PPP money dried up. The Fed was kind of treating their ability to print like it. a scammer in Miami with the PPP loan. How <laughs> long did we think this was going to last? I mean, I try to tell you guys from the, from the very beginning, like, it's only so long that you can print capital at this cheap, borrow at this cheap of a rate before we have devastation. I told you before, they are allowing people to make money over the last two years because of the devastation that's to come. Now, if... Let me play devil's advocate. Does most recessions happen because of Republicans or do the Democrats mess up so bad and run the bill up, get out of office and then pass it to the Republicans? The last we one, the, well, the last one was 100% George Bush's fault. That's a fact. That is those, a fact. those initiatives were pushed by Clinton for everybody to have a home though. But that was historic, historic failure on so many different levels. Started a war, started two wars. Two wars, two wars. Um, did he see? I don't want to touch this. <laughs> or maybe his. We, I mean, did he start it though? Started, it was under his leadership. That's true. We got to put we that on his resume. That's on his resume. Yep. Next. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> you can tune in to high level conversations. And high level keys conversation. Shout out to you. Billy Carson and 19 Keys. <laughs> no. Y'all got to do a three, a uh, 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 trifecta. Billy Carson, 19 Keys, and Ian Dunlap. I got to go level. get a big bag first. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Billy. I need one of them Goldman bags like, <laughs> first, and then I'll come out the shadows. On this week's high level conversation, <laughs> high level no. shout out to Keith. All right, skipping <laughs> right along. Um, what should investors be looking for um, in terms of volatility index to know the worst of uh, if this crash is over? Yeah, are we looking at percentages of the VIX? What are we looking at? Ian? Uh, we're looking for 40 or higher. If we get to 45, it's going to be tough. But, Mark, I want everyone right now to set an alert at 45 and 40. Um, if we get to 45, that's the max that we should hit unless we have some kind of cataclysmic event, um, natural disaster, another pandemic or endemic kind of situation, um, changing of the guard politically or geopolitically. We shouldn't hit that number, but if we hit 45, that will be the point where normally if we hit 40 or 45, the market starts to slide to the downside. 
During quantitative easing, the low of the VIX used to be 10. I think the new normal for a low for the VIX would be around like 18 or 20. Now, I don't know if we'll hit the lows of 10 anytime soon without quantitative easing. Uh, so 20 to 18 will be like the new adjusted level yeah. for sure. So we got up to 36 today. Uh, intraday, the NASDAQ hit is 52-week low. Mm-hmm. And so are, are, are these the signs that we should look like? All right, there's two ways we can look at it. There, there's more room to fall or are, are we nearing a bottom? Can we just tell them what the VIX is? A volatility index? Yeah. Uh, so the volatility index is, it tells you how, how the actual market is moving to an upside, how, how volatile, volatile it is from yeah. an upside to a downside. So as the number goes up, there's more volatility. As the number goes down, less volatility. So when Ian's saying 45, the number is 45. If you type in VIX on any stock chart, it'll show you, like we got up to 36 today. If that number gets up to 45, that means it's high volatility. You should expect to see a downtrend in the market. If it gets lower, right, we start seeing 20s and 18s, from where it's at now, you should see an uptick in the market. So yeah. you start seeing the, uh, the Dow move in a positive direction. You'll see the S&P move in a positive direction. And you'll see the NASDAQ move in a positive direction. Yeah, 40 on the VIX is like a heat check. is like a warning that the, you know, one engine may be out on the proverbial plane. 45 is like both engines are out and we are have to land in water. <laughs> um, so if we, we haven't passed, I think, 37 or 38, maybe like in four or five months. But if we touch 40, start to get a little bit worried. But if we clip 45, um, that's when I will really have some deeper concerns. Yeah, All this will be wrapped up probably by the end of the year. I think we're only going to end up maybe 7%. Um, it's going to be a rough year, but it's going to be a year within the normal range of what we're supposed to be in. Last time we touched 40 on the VIX was October 28, 2020. We were at 40.28. Yeah. We yeah. Yeah. Not that far off. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this. Um, okay, Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway. Ha- 90, ha- huh? 98, right? 98? How old is he? I don't think he's that old. Is he 92? I think he's, he's like 90. 91 or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, Can somebody but, put, Dan, Dan, put it in, in, in chat. Dan oh, got us. <laughs> yeah, Dan got us for sure. Yeah, Charlie Munger might be 98. He's up there. Like he's, he's, yeah, I think he's older. But um, they had their annual shareholder meeting. And, you know, a lot of different things happen. So um, I want to talk about a few things from that. But the first, so a couple of years ago, Warren Buffett said that um, Bitcoin would go to zero. He said it was worthless. And I think, I don't want to misquote him, but I think recently, like this weekend, he said he wouldn't buy all the Bitcoin in the world for $25. He did say that. So... (laughs) So that's telling me that he's saying Bitcoin is worthless. If you're saying that you could have every single Bitcoin in the world and you have $25 in your pocket and you won't pay $25 for every single Bitcoin, then you see no use case. You think it's actually worth nothing. That's a, that's just, that's a bold statement. So how do we feel about him saying that? Uh, the, the Bitcoin, you know, I, listen, I love Warren dearly, uh, laid a great foundation for me to be able to walk on. Any asset technically can go to zero. And there's a bunch of factors that, I mean, every bank, every institution at one time, and there would have to be like, it would have to come out that Putin like actually owns all of Bitcoin or he was the mastermind behind it, right? To go to zero. The probability of it going to zero is like less than 1%. So I think that's a little bit far off. The $25 comment, um, 
I don't know what his rationale is. But maybe for a long-term investment or the amount of capital that, that they have, maybe I can understand it. But to say that he wouldn't own any of it at 25, I think it's a mistake. But I have to be honest, it's really hard to question a billionaire and a person with that much internal access and with the amount of information that he's privy to. Whenever someone with his track record says something like that, there's usually a hidden message inside of it. And I'm wondering if he's trying to like slowly reveal that the powers that be may be trying to push it down, but the probability of it going to zero is less than 1%. Yeah, I think they, I mean, every every shareholder meeting, they, they're they saying the same message. I think, I, and people putting the age in, he's 91, Charlie, Charlie's actually 98. Uh, but I think Charlie at one point said it, it's evil. I'm just like, they're gonna remind us every meeting that they don't believe in Bitcoin. It's something deeper there. Charlie said some very derogatory things about Robin Hood also. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. Is Bitcoin. it derogatory if it's slightly true? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. <laughs> Shout out to our alumni. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. But, you know, let, let's talk about some of the things that actually did happen. Positive things that could, that actually can help some of the people that are watching here. And so one of the things that was brought up was the Activision deal. Right. Mm -hmm. He bought what well, he owns nine percent of it now. Right. Yeah. And so most people are looking at that like, hey, where did that come from? Obviously, he's not just making just random investments. But if people um, were worried about the Microsoft Activision deal going through, I think this is a good sign. A great <laughs> sign. That's <laughs> the greenest of flags you can get. Yeah. So like if, if you're a Microsoft investor and you were like, hey, what if this deal doesn't go through? There's some talks that, they, well, you just had one of the greatest investors, if not the great, just increase his stake by 9% ownership in the company yeah. on the contingency that that deal goes through, which probably means that this deal is going to go through. I mean, and on top of everyone listening, um, they're investing in Bitcoin. So even though they're making this commentary, they are actively investing in Bitcoin at this moment. Um, so the, the big lesson I want you guys to take away from it, you cannot like something, but you need a certain amount of exposure to every asset class on earth. Um, I don't know what information he has. I mean, I think if it comes yeah. out that Putin owns a considerable amount of it or Russia does, I think that will change the valuation of it. But it, they had a man in, in the audience who also used to say things about Bitcoin sitting right in front of him as they were making that by the name of Jamie Dimon. Mm -hmm. Hi, everyone at Chase. But, you know, he used to say the same things and then come to find out that they're invested in Bitcoin. So I, you just never know. Yeah, I mean, I, those two scenarios are a little bit different. I think, uh, man, honestly, anytime a new recession is in the works, I, I don't know what he's thinking at all. And I got a good book recommendation for you guys as well. Uh, the Most Important Thing Illuminated by Howard Marks. Amazing book. You guys should read that. Um, I don't think Warren is able to say what is really on his mind, especially with the market being in such turmoil. He could flip the market one way or another. I don't think he is doing a bait and switch, kind of like how another investor did around 2015, 2016. Um, but I do think there could be a cataclysmic event that will push Bitcoin to like that 29,000 area that we talked about prior and all the details on that. Um, and I think once it gets revealed how deeply integrated banks and big hedge funds are into the top 15 crypto, I think most of the constituents that use them are going to be incredibly upset. 
Yeah, man. And Activision shares um, was up 9.5% after it came out that, um, you know, Berkshire Hathaway, Berkshire Hathaway uh, owned so much of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Berkshire uh, A is currently at $485,000 per share. Per share. And um, it's been positive for the last three months. So it's actually outperformed. Say what you want about Warren Buffett, but he's actually outperforming at at 90 years old. At 90 years old, he's outperforming the market. Um, Mm -hmm. His his, his stock is almost a half a million dollars a share. Mm -hmm. Um, That's So he bought that and he bought more, or he bought Chevron, up to state in Chevron. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we know that they're big investors in Apple and they're big investors in the drinks that they had at the meeting, Coca-Cola. So, you know, they're just doing things that they invest in. But this is a key lesson too. Everybody should take this, right? And you, you probably overlooked it. And we always talk about when it's red, we don't panic. So here's what else they also did. They ramped up their stock bets by more than 51 billion during the first quarter mm-hmm. amid the broader market's downturn. So while the market was falling, they were just adding to position $51 billion worth mm-hmm. of investing while everyone was panicking. And so it goes to show you what the greatest investors are doing, right? When they see red, they don't panic. They yeah. pick their spots and they invest and they're doing it for the long term. He said this this thing, even when they're done, right? When they're going long gone, Berkshire Hathaway will live on forever. Absolutely. Forever and ever. And here's the crazy part. They were a net seller of stocks in 2020 and 2021. So like imagine like if you're playing ball and you, you're underneath the six foot rim and you're six feet. If you jump, what are you gonna do? You're gonna hit your head. There is no room for you to be able to go up now without quantitative easing, the rims may be at nine feet. Now it's time for them to buy. So when you see net seller versus net buying, only look at the top five and see if they're buying now. Now you have asymmetric risk to reward ratio that is in your favor. So when everyone is panicking and buying off a of hype, they're getting killed. Now when there's blood in the streets, now it's time is the time to get the deal. So um, this is why I always say patience pays, the wealth you know, requires silence. You would have thought that they lost their ability and reign as some of the greatest investors of all time, and they're actually doing better than everyone else. So what does that tell you? You need to be more quiet, more patient than everyone else. Like they were, they were negative in buying 2020 and 21. And I'm sure all their clients were like, what the hell are you doing? And look at it now. They're beating the S&P 500 and that's that. Yeah. Amazing. And for anybody that doesn't know, they do have a B share, which is a lot more affordable, $318. Um, so their A share is 400 and something thousand dollars per share, but the B share is 318. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Dollars. Um, and, so- and think about this. The stock is $400,000 without technicals and knowing when to get in. Future's bright. <laughs> uh, any, any, more, any more takeovers from the Berkshire halfway situation before we move on? Um, key takeaways. Um, the, I mean, I agree with the quote, like Wall Street makes a lot of money when people are gambling. And if I can argue to everyone on Wall Street and inside the, uh, the industry. I remember in 2008, 9, and 10, when you guys said, we wish we had more retail investors in the community. Now we're here. And now it's like, well, I don't want you using Robinhood. Why? You have to pick. Because we can all leave, like how we did in 08, and it messes up your money. But I think there has been a monetization attempt and money grab amongst those who don't know. Um, and I think we've played a great part in trying to help keep people disciplined and, and to buy at the right spots. But um, just be patient. Like the worst investors and gamblers are going to lose everything now. And then the ones that are patient, like you guys here watching tonight, are going to make it kill. In two or three years, you're going to look back and be like, I remember when everybody was panicking and Antron Rashad said it was going to be fine. And now I'm up and now I'm about to send my kids to college and don't have to worry. About- I love those stories. Just be patient and wait. Um, patience in any business is what pays the most. The market pays those who are patient. Absolutely. And, and, and if I get this last point, the last time we've been in a scenario when stocks are down this much, 1932, the market ended up 13.1% for the year. 1939 ended up 14%. 1941 ended up 8.2, was down 8.2%. 1942 was up 29% for the year. 1970 was up 11.3, and we all know 2020 ended up positive. Hold for the long term. Kudos to my brother, Frederick. He told us on Stock Club Club maybe three weeks ago, the only advantage that we have as retail investors is to be able to hold longer than hedge funds. Please put hold longer than hedge funds in chat. And lo and behold, what are the only ones that are safe? Apple, he put 600 million more into Apple. What does that tell you? Safety, Safety has arrived. Apple is outperforming the bond market as a hedge. What else do you need to know? Apple, Microsoft, VO, Google. It's all over about the shouting. Leave everything else alone. So let's talk about Amazon. Let's do it. Amazon. 52-week high was $3,700. It announced that it was going to do a a stock split Mm -hmm. and proceeded to fall off a cliff ever since. It's currently at $24. (laughs) A little, a little, little twenty four uh, seventy nine right now in the after hours. Okay. Um, went down twenty five percent, shed twenty five percent in value last week. Um, yeah. 
bad earnings. The union actually, um, I don't know if you saw that, but they lost, they, they lost and yeah, they lost. In, in Staten Island. That's a whole thing. They they try and say that Amazon put pressure on the employees to because the first the first um center in Staten Island passed the union. Yeah. And that was like a big, big thing. And then the mm -hmm. second one in Staten Island, they just voted and they voted against the union. Um, so they've got all kinds of issues. Mm -hmm. Supply chain issues, they got union issues, they got they got a bunch of different issues. Yeah. You you like the Amazon. I still lot. like Amazon. That's my baby. I still like Amazon. So like the, I mean, that Rivian, it was an issue too, right? They had 20% stake in the company. Rivian's profits got, well, the mark, the stock got cut in half, right? They're down 50%. Yeah. Like remember so, when Diddy had to ban this exactly. version of that? Yeah. So if you, if you, if their, their margins dropped then your margin is going to drop, but I still believe in Amazon, even with that being said, right? Obviously they, their future guidance, we got to look at it from peel back for a little bit. If we look at it from a one year span, right? It looks like there's this slow growth. If we look at it at a two-year span, the picture looks a little bit different, right? And so here's the positive things. Why I still like Amazon. AWS, which is still the number one cloud service, right? They yes. posted 30% growth for the first quarter. Now that's down, right? So the last three quarters, I think was 28%, 40%. They post 37% growth. That's positive looking forward. They had to pay a lot of money over the past two quarters, right? The, the cost for labor number one, so they had to hire more people. So, and they increased salaries, minimum, they increased what they were paying people. But in order to expand and to have infrastructure, the labor costs to do it cost more. Mm -hmm. That won't, hopefully will subside over the next two quarters. We shouldn't even say hopefully, most likely will. In the second half of the year, they have Amazon Prime Day, which is big, it's their biggest day of the year for selling. So that's another positive. In addition to that, their stock split is coming up on the mm -hmm. third. And we know when we see a stock split, we see a new influx, especially with all these retail traders who are still here in this market. They're still here. When we see stock splits, and if it splits now at 21, I think each share would be $124 a share. You're gonna see more retail investors decide that this is now at a price that Absolutely. I want to get involved. And so that's gonna bring an influx of more income into Amazon's stock. So I said it was my stock, I'm sticking by it. Shout out to yeah. Amazon. Yeah, and I'll say this publicly, uh, Amazon's a core holder in Red Panda Stock Club. So the biggest threat that they currently have is a supply chain issue. So if they can't get enough inventory, of course, it was going to affect the numbers. One of the biggest opportunities that they have, like you said, is that split coming up. So, I mean, they they pr were priced out of the market. Um, so if they're 2,400 bucks a share, not that many people can afford it. If it comes down to 120, it's going to knock some other fan favors right out of the way. And let's be honest, most of you are still ordering stuff uh, through Amazon Prime like crazy so amazing business um even with bezos not running it great company probably has at least another 14.3 years to be dominant yeah uh, hold on to it so on. And, and and we spoke about this in houston the economic moat right they have a huge moat over the competition even if there is competition they have the type of capital to weigh them out either they can acquire them yeah. or they can cut their prices to a point where the competition can't compete with them and they'll automatically in the long term go out of business they always play long-term game so is this an opportunity to buy or no um if it if it cracks underneath 25 or right at i mean i can't get a price to get stock club but yes but definitely after the split great investment 
Great investment, please. Because honestly, if you have to go out and shop, will you get the items faster? I don't care where you like to buy from. They have a control. Like if there was a place called the store, they would be it. Mm -hmm. So until you have a better experience, faster shipping, more members, they are. Please write this down. As long as you invest in the top two companies in the space, you are fine. We do not have to make this complicated. Follow what the five richest people are doing. Top five governments, top five countries, invest in the top two, wrap it up. That's it. A lot of the, let's be honest, a lot of the mistakes, if anyone has made them from watching the show, has been deviating from the plan and trying to find a winner that's 24th through 80. There's only one Giannis. There's only one Kyrie. Shout out to my guy. Shout out to Kevin Durant. Listen, there's all stars, superstars, and then you have bench players. Leave the bench players alone. If you trade them, great. Long term, you only have to pick the superstars in the game and you'll be good. Super megastars. True indeed. That's, that's a megastar. Amazon's a megastar. Oh, yeah. there, you, there you have it. 6,600 6, people want to check in. Uh, hit the like button and share. Greatly appreciate it. If we get to 8,000, we may. <laughs> Make it rain. Hey. Hit, the, hit the like button and share. Um, okay. So this is the worst start of the year for stocks since 1970. Um, the worst start for bonds since 1990. Uh, and it's also a 40-year high of inflation. So what yes. does this tell us about the global economy and the market overall? Traditional investment advice does not work. I've been saying it forever. 80-20 split, 80-20, 80% equities, 20% bonds, 30% bonds, 70% equities. That is the vice that they give when they don't want to tell you the truth. People that are really rich are not running that. Make, please put, put this in chat. The secrets of the truly wealthy usually do not get shared. I have not met one wealthy person that has 70% equities and 30% bonds in their portfolio. I knew somebody who worked at one of the, it's not PIMCO, one of the biggest bond firms in the country who did not have bonds in this portfolio. There's advice that they give you for public consumption and then there's the real strategies that they actually use. The key lesson I want everyone to take away from this is you have to find your own formula. For me, long-term investing, those two tech, two index, plus trading to be able to get gains. And you know how I know everyone believes in that? Because when Kathy came out and she was like, yo, 19,000% return, everyone was like, yep, we deserve that. The whole thing around Bitcoin is that it will outperform, which it has, every other asset class. You have to find a formula that is going to get you gains in a up market or down market. The traditional investment advice does not work. That's my key takeaway. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. You know what I would encourage people to do? Actually study like what, what bonds are. I hear like, you know, like they, they'll hear it on CNBC and they hear us, we might say a few things about it. But they have no idea. And so I would, mm -hmm. you know, like one of our great resources, Investopedia, shout, shout out to our guy, Caleb. Absolutely. It, it gives you everything you need to know. Like I, I remember like maybe three weeks ago, I would add it like question to myself. I'm like, let me just figure this out real quick. Then I'm going to ask Ian to see like, first let me call him and see, you know, what this is all about. But yeah. studying that, understanding what, what the, the 10 year treasury bond was like and why when that goes, when it over three, you know, the market dropped to a low today. And when it went back under three, the market rose. Like understanding the correlation between those things are important. And so when you hear these things, it's not like, oh, they're just talking like, nah, like, wait, that's a key nugget. Let me really figure out what that means to the actual economy. 
BND, the Vanguard Total Bond Market ETF, is at 70, what, 5? The low is 73 and some change. So if you followed a traditional plan, you would be down on both long-term investments and the bond market. That's a terrible feeling to be down in both because that that's what breaks your spirit is when what you, and this is the reason like when 08 came, I was like, let me find my own formula because everything everyone else was telling me. That's why I always tell you, if you guys watch the show, don't believe anything I say. Go test it out. If I've made you money, please put yes in chat. Once you, and even for me, if interest rates or inflation go to 18 or 19%, it destroys my two tech to index philosophy. Go to 21%. Got another little strategy though. You always have to be prepared for the worst case scenario. Always. My biggest financial fear on earth, somebody buys one of these uh, trading brokerages and there's no discounted trading. But even if so, have to have a backup plan. You have to. Traditional advice does not work for the majority of people. So I appreciate you guys so much. Yeah. I know it's a hot take and I know some advisors are going to be mad, but the 80-20 matrix is not where it is. Now it works incredibly well during times of quantitative easing. Homework assignment. If I was watching, this is what I want to know. During the, and I know one's ever talked about this. Only look at the years where there was not quantitative easing. What three sectors did best in those times? And what were the average rates of return in the stock market without quantitative easing? I want you to go back to the 1800s through now to get that data. Now, if you know how to make money in the worst of markets, when we finally get quantitative easing back in, like in 2028, oh man, you're going to be rich as hell. You're going to be rich as hell. It's like if you're playing ball and you're playing like, Let's say we play like five on 15. Oh my God. Tough. When we finally get to five on five fair matchup, easy, easy win. Right now, we are playing bully ball with quantitative destruction. But once we get out of the cycle and no storm lasts forever, it'll make you a hell of an investor and a lot of money in the future. And if I made you money, put yes in chat. Like, uh, big, big Fendi. <laughs> big Fendi. Uh, what other show has? I'm being real. Bitcoin return from 2020 to now is four times higher than oil and gold. So, um, what are some good prices to get in to Bitcoin? <clears throat> the legendary Bitcoin. Yeah, I want to give uh, three. So, if it gets to 29th, anywhere at 29,000 and some change, uh, 34,210. It's good. And if you're just chasing, like I will stop anywhere. I will stop at 36. I wouldn't go any higher than 36, even if you're looking to hold for a long period of time. Um, but the returns on Bitcoin have been absolutely incredible. And especially with the institutional adoption, it's even going to go higher. But even with that, Bitcoin is the, the greatest case at scale. My whole premise of making two tech, two index plus trading is you can't tell me that every piece of the technology that has been made on planet earth has went to banks and hedge funds first. And the only thing we can get out of the market is seven to 12%. Bitcoin was just like the first product that was acceptable amongst institutions and banks to say, okay, maybe you can get 30% in a year. Um, but it's very key, especially for as volatile as Bitcoin is to wait for these areas. 
So 29,000, 32,000, some change. Um, and I would definitely stop it at 36 maximum. I wouldn't touch any higher than that because you're probably going to draw down minimum 20% if if you go 40 or higher. Um, but hold this for the long term. I know most people are saying have 1% exposure, but if you look, and if we get to a point where we have 25% of the banks uh, globally accept and adopt Bitcoin as the core product to get more gains, to offset inflation, you should probably bump your exposure up to 5%. If it dips underneath 20%, you should stay in that 1% range. If it goes to 50% adoption, you should probably put 15% of your available net worth into that asset class. Because the more banks we have um, and more institutions behind it, the more safe it would be deemed to be. There you have it. Warren Buffett, um, he buys 600. We talked about him purchasing $600 million for Apple stock. So, um, is it a safe investment going forward? I would assume yes. Okay. Um, so are what are three other safe havens to invest in outside of Apple? Um, I'm going to give one that you gave on episode 70 that people keep sleeping on. Franklin Dynatech. I want you guys to go look at the drawdown of that. Episode 70 was a classic. Like It felt like, <laughs> what was like Nas most slept on album? I feel it was, like it, it, was written. It, it was written. It was written. Yeah, episode 70, it was written. Um, that, <laughs> Google, uh, of course, Microsoft. Um, I think one one people index that people are not looking at is the FTSE enough. Even though Europe Europe's recession would be a lot more aggressive. Um, it's more of a safe haven, if you will, because like it, it's, it gives a predictable return and doesn't have all the volatility that we have. But it's really now in this era that down to the core four or five. Um, even if you look internationally, there aren't that many companies in, let's say, Mexico or Australia that you would put in that top five that if your life was on the line. But I would look internationally at, at the FTSE as a safe haven as well. So Google, Microsoft, Apple, um, <laughs> Tesla. Te- Tesla would be a dark horse, and I, I put it in, in Telegram earlier, but since Elon is getting financing, of course he would. Now he won't have to sell his shares in Tesla um, to protect that investment and prevents drawdown in that asset class or in an asset, excuse me, of Tesla. So now he'll get financing for Twitter, be able to pay for that, keep all the shares, and be ruler of, of Skynet, heaven and earth, right? Uh, Tesla will be a dark horse, and yeah. especially if they do another split. So if you, if you look at the largest American companies by market cap, Mm-hmm. You just named all of them, <laughs> right? So number one, Am- Apple, number two, Microsoft, three, uh, Google, four, Amazon, and five, Tesla. Mm-hmm. Number six, Berkshire Hathaway. And so if we're talking about safe, like we, there's a reason they're safe. They're the, the largest companies in America. Yeah. And so that's the safest bet right now. Those are the ones, okay. So for those, if you're watching at home, like, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, okay, you know, you remember when like Lonzo Ball went number, what, three? But he probably should have went ninth, right? Nah, nah, nah. He could have been first. Now, Lonzo's tough. He could have been number one. Lonzo's Who else tough. is in that class? Not- well, Jason Tatum probably should have been looking back. He probably could have been number one. That's Google, Microsoft. Not a sexy of a story, but kudos to the Ball family. I'm not, Listen, I'm not mad at the dad for getting this kid drafted where he should. And had he not been with LeBron, he probably could have been off to a faster start, right? But Tesla... <laughs> He played with Brown one year, right? Oh no, I'm I wrong. think they might have traded him. 
Armor. to get him. Yeah, he he's part of the, the package to get Anthony Davis. Mike, cut that out. Don't cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's my guy. He on Chicago yeah, now, so yeah, that's yeah, my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he doing good. But, but like, um, Tufts is like John Morant. It's like, whew, horsepower just need a little bit of help, a little bit of direction. But boy, um, I think it's just down to the best companies in the world right now. Like, whenever... I'm gonna be real, like 2020 and 2021 were complete bullshit years. If you can't produce in these markets now, you have to throw your strategy away. Everybody can play when it was Balco and everybody was taking steroids. <laughs> everybody can play 2K when it's on rookie level. Madden, same thing. Now, when you go to the hardest level, then you can see if you can play. It's just. I'm begging you guys, invest in the top five. When you see the biggest market cap companies in the world are weighted that way, that is the governments and the banks saying these are the ones that we're going to put our money in for safety and all the others. They can they can die. They can die a slow, painful death. Don't leave. And this has worked traditionally since 1900. So when our parents were talking about IBM back in the day, IBM was the biggest market cap company at the time. And then they fell off to Microsoft and then Microsoft fell and then Apple took over and then Microsoft came back. If you follow that market cap top five, you'll be good. You'll be good. Yeah, I think he played with LeBron for one year. His rookie year, I believe. No, 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 Kobe. Definitely was with Kobe. With Kobe? Yeah. Lonzo Ball? Somebody yeah. put in chat, yeah. who, who, who Lonzo? <laughs> Lonzo <laughs> played with somebody. No, I think Lonzo Ball never played hey, with LeBron. Hey, but he came back right after. <laughs> I think he Kobe never, retired and Ball came. He he played with LeBron James. Yeah, because he, he a natural PG. Because that's what his pops was, was trying to. His pops was going back and forth like LeBron. He oh, don't need LeBron. Put it in chat. Da, 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 da. Put it in chat. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. But he definitely got traded for Anthony Davis. That did happen. Well, he was part of the trade for Anthony Davis, yeah. but he played with LeBron for one year. You know, you know the number one pick of that draft was who? Markel Fultz. Shout out to the King. Damn. Fuck that. Some they, the Monstars got him. That's Sports psychology is so key, man. And yeah. also, too, the organization, like, I don't want to, the organization can play a big role in you not recovering fast enough. It's not like you did a Ben Simmons. He tried to come back. But a lot of times, like, the organization will mismanage their players and not give them the resources they need to elevate to the next level. Sometimes that shit is intentional. Yeah, that, that was spooky. Shout out to him. He's still playing in the league, though. So shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's 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 go into this conversation. Um, from the looks of it on YouTube, it looks like he played with LeBron. He, de- he absolutely never played with Kobe. I know Bryant. I wasn't tripping that bad. That, right, that's, right, that's, right. that's 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 kind of borderline. He retired. Ridiculous. The, that's that borderline year. ridiculous. No, he retired two thousand sixteen. Kobe? He retired two thousand sixteen. I'm just saying he got drafted. <laughs> 2000, he got drafted two thousand seventeen. It's, it's, it's a summer difference. <laughs> I know Corey at home laughing right now. Like, Yo, we I'm have taken over the title for worst Because you're sure. a Kobe fan. Like, you're like no, a, I'm a, I'm a Bulls fan. But you're a Kobe fan of also. I'm a Kobe you're a Bulls fan? fan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you just yeah, said yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That's why I said Miles was my guy. He, he playing in Windy City. <sighs> Shout out As a New Yorker, though? <laughs> yeah, nah, that's so, big it, pause. Nah, 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 nah. I could. I, we Jamaican nah, man, lot, so my, my pops that, rocked with Patrick Ewing because he's Jamaican. A lot of people jumped on that on that um, Michael Jordan bandwagon. That's not just, my, but that's that's don't don't that's put me in that category. Mike, nah, you don't like the Bulls because of Michael Jordan. Scottie Pippen is my favorite player of all time. Not Michael Jordan. Scottie Pippen is your favorite player of all time. Yeah, okay. that's a fact. That's that's mind boggling. Why? That's Le- LeBron put him in his. Mike clipped that up. That's funny. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good one. Yo. Shout out to Pippen. Was tough. 
Did if you look what LeBron just said? He said the people he models game after Magic Johnson, Scotty Pippen. Yeah, you can see that. That's my favorite player. You really can't see that. You really can't see. That. I he say plays, he's no, he you plays, can't see the Magic part. No, LeBron Magic is is an elevated version of Magic. He's Magic Johnson on steroids. I can see yeah. that. But Scotty Pippen, I I don't see any similarities. Point at forward. Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Point forward. LeBron yeah, he, he was. He, he was point the first. Scotty was point forward. What are you talking about? Scotty Pippen, bro. Like, Hall of Famer, six-time champion. Don't y'all click off YouTube. I'm gonna try to say no word. Hall of Fame. What are you talking about? Point there's, forward. There's, you comparing him to LeBron James? I didn't. I never compared. Him. I'm telling you what LeBron said. Not Anthony me. Mason was a point forward. Stop. Was he he was Pippen, though. Let's he not. Was a point. Stop, stop. Anthony Mason. Let's not. Point forward. Come Rest on. in peace. You wild. Rest in peace. He was. A, I'm Mason. just saying. Just because he's a point forward doesn't mean I'm. I'm telling what you. What they want to do? That's a Pippen keeping it cow. Next subject. That's like saying Jack Harlow's a white rapper. Is he Eminem? Well, who's saying? Well, you're saying these things. Nobody else. Well, I'm just them. saying, just because he's a point forward doesn't mean he's comparable. These to are what the conversation. What I'm Listen. saying is that I didn't say it. LeBron said it, not me. LeBron's, LeBron's, LeBron's. Like, I don't understand. He's a diplomat, man. He just says things. He could have said any player. He could have said Anthony Mason. He didn't. <sighs> these are what the conversation is like <laughs> after the show, right? He could have said Grant Hill. He didn't. No, he didn't. He said Scottie Pippen. I mean, Grant people, was say, a people beast. say a lot of things. Grant was a beast. Hall of Famer yeah. as well. Yeah. Who? Grant Hill. Hall of Famer. And Penny Hardaway. Let's not do that. Penny probably not going to make it. Well, Penny. I think that was the third guy he named, to be honest with when you. you. When you say beast, can you define that? Well, Grant Hill? We'll do it at the end. Yeah. Okay. What? No, I'm just shut the whole show down. Listen. What? Yeah, we do it at the end. We do it at the end. Why are you gonna do that to Grant Hill? No, shout out to Grant Hill. I oh, mean, right. I'm just, I'm just, you know. All right. Oh, uh, <laughs> this is how you guys sound when you're asking, should you buy this stock over Apple? See, right? <laughs> so, great. Rivian is Tony Kukoc, right? Hall of Famer. Um, Hall of yeah, Famer. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, Scotty Pippen. Love you, Pip. Hall of Famer. D don't play Spotify this week. Love you, though. Uh, <laughs> Pip may be like IBM or, no, no, let's, let's, let's like, uh, uh, give me a tech company that's like not top two. Intel. Yeah, like Intel. Scotty Pippen will be Intel. Uh, Michael Jordan, of course, would be Microsoft to Apple. So to tie it all in. We just ruined a whole bunch of relationships. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. We do this all the time. Uh, all right. So chip makers versus EV companies. Which one is more important over the next 10 years? And, and what are some of your favorite chip companies or EV companies, if you don't? You got one? You guys want to go first? Um, okay. So chip companies or EV companies, which one is more important? I would say chip companies because you can have, it's kind of like Bitcoin and blockchain. Blockchain can exist without Bitcoin, but Bitcoin can't exist without blockchain. So there's no EVs without chip companies. True but there's chip companies without EVs. So I would say that the chips are more important because they power pretty much everything. The EVs are important, but EVs is just one part of that ecosystem. I think that's the perfect comparison that you just laid out. Um, I'm with you. The the chip make like if you and we've seen this right trying to get cars in the, in the past couple of years, just the past two years, the shortage of chips has had caused a detrimental impact on car makers, right? Mm -hmm. Like I just got my dad a car and it we couldn't get the power seats because they didn't have the chips for power seats. And so it was like, either you have a car without the power seats mm -hmm. or you have nothing. And so it was or like, bicycle. Right, well, yep. yeah. So it's like, they put you in a tough spot. And so 
the chips are going to be important because like you said, it powers the cars. And obviously we, we, we saw a bunch of states, obviously I talked about California, but there's more states now that are saying like everybody has to go to zero emission. So there's going to be more EVs, but if they don't have the chips, then it's kind of not going to be as functional. And so there, there's a lot of people get semiconductors because there's a lot of semiconductors, but not all of them are for automobiles. And that's what we got to really understand. And so when we hear all these semiconductors and we talk about TSM and we talk about NVIDIA and we talk about AMD, not all of them are inside of EVs right now, mm-hmm. right? And so we got to be very clear, but I'm, I'm going to give you three that are like some of the leaders, semiconductors inside of the automobile space. So NXP semis, you should write that down. That's a good one. NX, NXP semis, all right? Mm-hmm. They 10% share of the EV uh, chip making market. This is a surprise because most people probably don't think about this. Texas Instruments. We think Texas, Texas Instruments. We think high school. We think calculators. Calculator, yeah. That's it. But they have 9% share in the EV space when it comes to making chips for vehicles. Um, Qualcomm is in that space as well. I know they, they, mm-hmm. they're doing stuff with GE. And I believe AMD is going to be inside of, is inside of Tesla. So these are those are four semiconductors that are inside the EV space now. There'll probably be more. Um, Can you say those four again, please? NXP semis. Yep. Texas Instrument, Qualcomm, AMD, all four semis, all inside the EV space. And that's key to understand which semi, and there's more, um, obviously, but just understanding which semis are being used for what is important Mm -hmm. because they're not all used for the same things. Mm I agree. Um, Chips are the most important for sure. I want to go on record. I think AMD and NVIDIA, one of those two will be the most important company in the next 10 years. Um, Ethereum had a little bit of- Out of every, out of every, out of every company? Or out of every chip company? I, I'll say top I, top five. And out I'll tell every, you why. Out of everything, every company. If everyone believes in metaverse, all this did, shout out to Rick Ross that take this one. <laughs> <laughs> Ross is different. I need to see it. I need to see <laughs> it. Y'all talking I, about crypto? I need to Ooh. see it. Where that, where that Pressure. Though? Where that? Where that? Where's the money? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ross. That was hilarious. Yo, um, that's a bad boy right there. <laughs> I feel you though. Um, Ethereum had a little bit of a blow up though this weekend. If you guys didn't know, yes, um, yes, it did. So if you believe in metaverse, car, computer technology, and if those are the on a cellular level, like or like the blood cells of um of a computer and this digital world and if ethereum is going to have issues and if you're going to try and crack one of these cryptocurrencies you're going to need a a certain amount of computer power to do so i think amd or nvidia is primed to be i'm going to go wreck if apple microsoft google tesla does not acquire amd or nvidia it's going to lead to them being killed being killed off by one of those two because how long, if they are providing the life force for your industry, and I'm the number one product on the block, how much longer will I let you be the number one product and you just move me around like blue magic whenever you want to before I say, hey, I'm gonna get into your industry. That's why TSM is very interesting because if uh, somebody put it in Zoom that China figured a way to avoid those US sanctions, but if China gets control of TSM, that's a nice piece on the chessboard to be able to control the global mm-hmm. economy. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. 
Yep. We said that. And, and if you believe in Starlink, a neuro, like how many NVIDIA chips do you think Elon needs for Neuralink to connect to the satellites to then mind control Putin to drive him off in a Tesla to push up Dogecoin and then Bitcoin and then pick a president for the next? You need a couple chips. <laughs> I don't want my <laughs> chips with the dip. Chips with the dip. Hey. <laughs> Elon needs all the chips right now. Tesla needs to acquire. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah, somebody's asking for the tickets. So I'll, I'll just run down the tickets really quickly. Qualcomm is Q-C-O-M. That's for Qualcomm. AMD, obviously, is the ticker. Uh, Texas Instrument, TXN. And uh, NXP Semis is NXPI. That's the ticker for it. NXPI. This boy said he was going to buy Coca-Cola and put the cocaine back in it. And nobody said nothing. That's a fact. They want to bring the 80s back. He said, I'm going to put the cocaine back in the Coca-Cola. Elon Musk. Boy, y'all let this dude build Skynet right in front of y'all and not say nothing. The juice is loose. That dude was different. Juice is loose. Yo, real quick, it's the 9 o'clock hour. And so we're going to give y'all earnings. I know last week we, we, you know, gave you the earnings and told you, and it was a rocky road. We saw Tuesday, the market go down. We saw Facebook report, we went back up, and then obviously Apple and Amazon on Thursday. And, and uh, we saw that it was also that we spoke about that earlier. So earnings report brought to you by the good folks at Ally. Earners, Red Panda family, we wanna let you know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and our relentlessly focus on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with Ally so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off with an ally. So let's run it down this week. All right, here we go. There's a good, one of my companies that I always talk about is in here. So tomorrow, the company we just spoke about in the semiconductor space will be reporting. AMD will be reporting. Starbucks will be reporting. Uh, Airbnb and Lyft, all companies we've spoken about before. Um, and I know some of you have started businesses or are in business with either doing Lyft or having an Airbnb. Uh, Uber will be reporting on Wednesday, Twilio and Fortinet, companies we've all spoke about. Thursday, uh, Shopify, uh, Datadog, DoorDash, and Penn National. We spoke about that a lot. Shout out to Jamal. That was one of his companies that you know, going back and forth. And Friday, DraftKings. Uh, you already know that I have shares in DraftKings. Um, I'm interested to see their earnings report. Obviously, the, the, the stock has been hammered down to like $15 a share, maybe even below that right now. But the first quarter is... That's the home run season for them, right? You had the NFL playoffs, you had the Super Bowl, you had March Madness. And so these big sporting events all happened in the first quarter. Um, I know New York passed uh, legalization of, of online gambling in that first quarter. And we saw that they did like a million dollars, some crazy number in the first weekend. So I'll be interested to see what DraftKings comes back uh, as far as their earnings. So that's our earnings report for this week, y'all. Uh, what, what were the first four you said? AMD, uh, AMD Starbucks, Airbnb, and Lyft. Okay. Can someone put in chat, uh, either Zoom or YouTube, what is Uber's net profit margin? <laughs> Uber's going to go out of business in the net. Well, they're going to fall from grace, I'll say that. I think Uber is one of the few companies that is publicly traded 
that does not have a sustainable business model and probably should have never been listed publicly. But I mean, I, I get the angel to venture pipeline game, but. But if yeah. Uber goes out of business, I mean, what, what what's going to happen? Because I mean, nobody takes cabs anymore. Everybody takes Ubers or Lyfts. Everybody does that. That's pretty like universal at this point. It's like Band-Aid. It's just like a brand name. Was there a company that could come and figure out how to make profit in the space? If they can't make a profit, how's anybody going to make a profit? I don't know if the company was ever founded on being most profitable. I think also uh, the companies that were founded when capital was free flowing. Oh, this is a good test. Look at the companies that were founded when quantitative easing was flowing and compare those versus the ones that were not in a recession. So the ones that were not given funding during quantitative easing, those are the get it out the mud companies. They had to figure out how to be profitable very early or if they did take in capital, they had to have a return on their capital pretty easy. During the terms of quantitative easing, as long as you can have an exit ramp, for the investor, the profitability of the company did not matter as much. There's probably five other companies I can name that probably are net negative. I don't want to ruin every relationship on earth. Uh, <laughs> and don't y'all in the comments be like, oh, Ian Capen, let me get a bag for us and then come back, right? I can't do all truth telling all the time. Um, but most of these companies that were founded post 2008, like if you, okay, Postmates, you think Postmates is really making money? How? Houseway. Keontae on the corner in Brooklyn making more money. Selling his little bags and postmates. But okay. You want to convince me that thing's worth fifteen billion dollars. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't know nine people in Flatbush that use postmates. Like some businesses are just go up to the company and ask them oh, like when Amazon, when you see Amazon truck driver, ask them how many deliveries does he have. That flow is consistent. Postmates not Grubhub, not so much. Uber Eats, Uber Eats is moving. Heavy in the streets, heavy. Dan, Dan, but Dan, Dan put okay. Great question. If if Uber disappeared tomorrow, would it affect the world? Yes, at all? yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. You think so? You don't think so? Absolutely, absolutely. He must not be taking Ubers. If, if I, Uber, I take Uber, so. a, a lot, but Uber versus Lyft, it's like, I mean, it, it, it's a brand, name, but it doesn't have an emotional impact. Where if it died tomorrow, it, it's going to inconvenience a lot of people. It's going to inconvenience me. It's going to definitely. I, I use Uber and I use Uber Eats. Me too. Me too. So that'll, that'll be a tremendous. We benefit. really need to learn how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it's yeah. going to impact some people, bro. Boy, like, <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. The men like us that can't cook. For <laughs> yes. real. Exactly. Uh, Boy. Exactly. Nightly. Nightly. <laughs> Nightly dinners. Boy. Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them, they too good to cook. Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah, nah. I just <laughs> burned all my shit up. I, I boil water, catch fire. I'm like, damn, they put no oil in there. What happened? My, my father told me a great lesson. He said, if somebody's great, let them be great. And so my wife is great at cooking. So I don't have to be great. I can be great. Oh, that's a big fact. Yeah. Be great at something else. <laughs> Ian has now disappeared. Ian, Ian has left the building. Somebody pulled the plug on him. That was Ian my Uber's now. <laughs> <laughs> This is Pedialyte. Y'all keep asking what am I doing? Y'all think I'm an alcoholic? If you've been around me in person, you know I'm a hella lightweight. Like, listen, uh, you give me a wine cooler from the 90s and I'll be extra right. No, this is Pedialyte, but I don't want to endorse no other brands no more. Y'all quit playing with me. I'm not, I'm not like that. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> 
Shout we go to questions? Yes, let's get some questions. Jan's got a plan. You here? Of course. Hello, guys. How's hey. it going? What's the deal? Hey. How you doing, Queen? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I guess let me start off with some updates. Yes. We had new student orientation last Thursday. Shout out to the new earners. A lot of them came in wanting to know about crypto. And definitely that was uh, Jitali's influence from her open enrollment last Shout week. Out to Shout did, out to did, 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 did you see that, Ian? Did you see that? Yes. Did you see that? Whoa. Fire. Amazing. Fire. Yeah. She's incredible. She's dope. Whoa. She's um, dope. And she's offered to help, um, you know, and lead more crypto conversations for EYL University. So I'm really excited for that. Yesterday, we had book club and we went over the book, The Memo, What Women of Color Need to Know to Secure a Seat at the Table by Minda Hart, which is amazing. Uh, shout out to Greg for picking that and Magda and also Latoya for joining and in, in, uh, leading the shout conversation. Um, I feel like I could definitely relate to the book having worked in corporate and, you know, um, it's crazy the things that black women face where we think we're just, it's just a random situation that happens, but it's crazy. Like, wow, no, that happened to you and you and you. So we had like really beautiful conversations. Like, like what? Like what's some? Yes. Can you share a couple? I mean, like being the only black woman in a room of white men. So I happened a lot with some of the things that some of the, like the jobs I've had and, um, you just feel like maybe your voice is not really being heard. And then there's like, it sounds crazy. I, I hate to, I don't want to like pinpoint anybody, but I had a situation with an older white woman Gentleman. where oh. I was the new person on the, on the team. And I felt like uh, she was just intimidated by that. Like I was like the Excel girl and everything like that. And the only black girl. So we had our issues, but by the end it worked out well. I think if you work and you should prove yourself, you know, it works. But I think, women of color i think it's just difficult for us sometimes with the different labels and things i don't know it's just so many things i felt like i really related to in the book and she just gives like tips about networking and how to face those things and um it was it's a good conversation shout out to greg he's a man but he picked a really good book for us <laughs> our next book is gonna be trading in the zone and we're starting at the 15th um so hopefully ian will join us for that i'll be happy to join for a couple of meetings. I know that's one of your favorites that you mentioned a lot. Um, and then some more personal things. I've been researching quantitative easing just because I wonder if it really works. This is just Janet's like brain and rabbit holes. So um, some of the things I've been learning about that is that it really does exasperate income inequalities, inflates assets, um, harms the dollar, of course. So I just think it's another excuse for the rich to get richer, the poor obviously get poorer. Oh, it is the lever for racial wealth gaps to increase for sure. Yeah. So I've been the going down that rabbit that. hole. And to me, it just um, kind of highlights that we really do need to learn how the system works, how U.S. capitalism works. If you are a business owner or you're an investor, it's going to always favor people like that. And the poor are just going to continue to get poorer. So unfortunate but i think if you know how to play the game quantitative easing is a great opportunity when it comes along um and then another thing i've been kind of going down and i want to talk too much with my updates is scalping i know ian you talk a lot about not doing too many trades and because of you i slowed down on that because i've it's never really fared well for me when i don't listen to you mm -hmm. um but we hear that this is a scalper's market shout out to chris has been teaching a lot of classes and teaching techniques and stuff like that so how do you feel about that? That's limit. something that I... Listen, King Scalper, please let me help you. All my traders, if you ever over-scalped 
and you like, I'm going to just get 50 trades and stop. And then you got the 51 through 60 and you just blew your shit up. Please put <laughs> Janet, don't overscout. Okay. Now I'm feeling me, the itch. I'm feeling it. I'm not going to lie to you. Listen, you know, like in a movie, we're like, listen, <laughs> Janet, we're going to go to this bank. We're going to get one more score. That's the one where you go to jail. What I don't know. This is how about if you know your profit targets and you getting in and out. I, I'm listen. Okay. In and out king. I'm telling you. Here's what could happen. Real <laughs> example. Let's say you're going for a five hundred dollar target. Mm-hmm. Gets to your five hundred dollar target. Does not fill. Goes down. You could lock in one hundred and walk away with a hundred. No, I'm gonna just keep my stop there. FOMC report comes out or. Elon, since he now owns Twitter, says, hey, uh, I'm going to put XYZ in charge of this and the market plummets. Now, instead of losing 200, you now lose 3000 on a scalp. How about stop losses? They can bleed through. I have a friend that lost one hundred and twenty six thousand dollars with a stop loss. It's okay. only supposed to be 10,000. Oh. So, you know, horror- have died in me. So, all right, I'm telling you, the only <laughs> thing I would tell you. Pick the number of scalps you're going to do for the year, and please stop. Mm-hmm. If I've told you the snipers, now, go crazy. I don't care if you're cooking. Put your kids to the side real quick. If I told you this and you lost money, please put listen to Ian in chat. Because what I don't want to happen, and I want you to go undefeated. What I don't want you to happen is that you, because the itch happens, you're going to overtrade. No one's overtraded more than me. That's how I know these lessons. I know y'all feel like I'd be reading your mind. <laughs> these are like lessons that you know when your parents be like don't do this don't i was a teenager that. once too this is a prime example you know when i pick up the mic i'm serious do 20 scalps maybe maximum per year and be done okay wow yeah. Jay, i'm gonna tell you like greg would call me every morning because he was scalping and he'd be like yo this is my last one it's my last one the next day he'd be like <laughs> yo i did it <laughs> i shouldn't have done it i'm like damn bro now nah, don't just patience he's like i know i'm trying to work on it so yeah, well, and I, I got a scalp target that'll win in less than less than a third of a second. It's I'm t- it's hard for me to even say it, but pre-plan the number of scalps that you're gonna do. If not, you're gonna come on here one Monday and be like, "How's it going?" You're gonna be like, "Let's get right to questions." And we all gonna know. <laughs> Trust me, that's it. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's. Oh, one more thing I'll say is I haven't mentioned CFP in a while because I haven't been studying. So one of my goals is to get back to studying. I'll throw that out there. Um, that'll happen. It shall happen. Proud of you. Thank you. All right. So let's get to these questions here. Jonathan, we're going to go to you. Unmute um, yourself, please. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Can y'all hear me? What's going yes, on? Yes, we can. Yeah, How are yeah, you? Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. First of all, I just want to say, Rashad, you're wildly disrespectful to Scotty Pippen earlier, but it's all good, though. I feel <laughs> No, shout out to Scotty Pippen. Shout out to, he's, a, he's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But, um, <laughs> what's it called? Um, but no, nah, my, my, my question, I feel like at this point, I've come to a decent understanding of how to like research a company, determine if a company is a, a, a solid investment. Um, just over time, I've gotten pretty familiar with Fibonacci retracements and things like that for entry prices. But in general, I'm still trying to really understand like how to properly value a company. If that makes sense, like how do you like what techniques or formulas would you really suggest for determining a fair value price for a stock? Top five dead or alive, kill all the others. So don't even worry about that. Just just say if it's a top five company, just go with it. Don't worry about the 
fair value, yeah. so to speak. I said this when Josh was on with Mike and Ben last year. Uh, technicals are just a mere representation of fundamentals on the screen. So Fibonacci retracements or any measurement 200 day moving average is not a concrete wall or concrete floor. Mm-hmm. Any of you ever bought in at the 200 day moving average and it was a shitty company that bled all the way through. Like it felt like the red candle went through your computer, through your desk and through the floor. If it's not top five, because of what you have to factor in, how many governments own this asset? How many hedge funds? How many institutions? If I can be retail investors don't matter. Like when they tell us that we matter, it's like when guys be on BS and you like dating the eighth girl that you really like and you tell her you mean the world, baby, I'm gonna marry you, but you know that you're not. Just to give it's the same game, bro. Top five dead or alive. I know you're not doing it, but for those of us who did when we are not ourselves, see, I know it wasn't. See, I hear a calmness in your voice. Um, I only invest in the top five. If any of you would have done better the last two years just investing in the top five, please put five in chat. I know we want to find one that is 88th and we get a hundred bagger off of it. It's rare. If big institutions are not backing them, they won't go anywhere. And if you want to see this illustrated very clearly, the Forex market completely dried up and converted to crypto and all the penny stocks that were moving three or four years ago, they almost have no volume. If you go study the markets, you can see the the illiquidity there because big institutions are not backing them. The study the top five. I know it's not the sexiest answer that you want, but it is the truth. It's the truth. No, I appreciate that because to an extent, it's kind of like overcomplicating it anyway. If you just go with the Fibonacci levels with a good company, you probably straight anyway. So I'm good with and that. You have no issues being faithful because you're, you're a happily married man. Just pick one of the top four. Yeah. Rock out. Crypto, top four. Real estate, top four markets. Angel investing. Look at the top four angels. Venture capital, look at the top four venture firms. All your answers would be there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. There's all types of formulas. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that, though, Jonathan. I, I remember I was on the phone with, with Trap, and I was like, yo, how do we get the price? And he was just like, he gave me this whole formula. It was like market cap over outstanding shares, gives you a number, then multiply mm-hmm. that by the multiple for what industry it's in. And that's, I'm just like, I right. He gave you the blue magic <laughs> formula. That's a lot of math, bro. But nah, I mean, it's good to know these things. So if, if you find another method to do it, that's that's good as well. But let's, and let's, plus, a great formula with a bad company is a recipe for disaster. It doesn't matter what technicals you use for Rivian. And going to the floor. <laughs> so would you say there is a good formula for a good company, though? Top five. <laughs> That's the price? ball. Or just mm-hmm. join Red Panda and follow those prices. Right? I give it. I give y'all the price for free. I'm, I'm, I'm a Red Panda member. I'm not. I'm not upset. I'm. Just oh, what you need to research for? <laughs> what if he's trying to find the next like Apple or something like that, and he's looking through that 500 on S and P and something like that? Valuable lesson, Janet. Van, Vanguard will tell you there's no new. There's new. No new Michael Jordan. <laughs> Apple's here. <laughs> there's one in a lifetime. Companies. And there are certain companies, I said this at InvestFest last year, um, please register to get your tickets now and vendors, please sign up to be a vendor at InvestFest. There are some companies that run a generation. Apple is one of them. That, I think Apple sponsors Market Mondays. I'm going to just put that out there. <laughs> or perhaps no, they, no, should. If, if you, they should. They should. Tim, call should. with that bag, sir. Yeah. It's like trying to find the next Market Monday. It's not going to happen. Good luck. not going to happen. not going to happen. A lot of people try try and duplicate that crystal ball. That shit cracked this last five weeks. Where they at, though? I need to see. 
I'm calm. <laughs> Just five Shout second bursts for a little entertainment. So y'all can text y'all friends and say, Ian about to go off the rails. Oh. <laughs> Shout Ian, out you look really Bishop. nice today, by the way. Thank you. I'm ugly the other weeks. I got to no, glow up. definitely not I ugly. I got to glow up. I moisturize a, a little bit. Thank you. Hey. Oh, appreciate <laughs> it. I'm trying to be cute. Me and Troy getting working out. Listen, when you be on TV, them playbacks look different. I be like, oh. Hold on, that's how you do it? T-Line? Right? Got smoothed out. Got a couple of jokes. Top row big. energy only. That's a fat. Shout out to the top row that was in top my row. DM. A bunch oh. of top rows. Are... Can you tell them next week they'll get access to everything? Oh, please tell One them. week away. One week away. Yes, Everybody let them know not to email Janet about it. Whoo, baby. Listen, instructions. <laughs> I need y'all to listen, right? Because patient investors, listen. In one week, you have all the access to Stock Club, Sniper. Um, for those of you who get merch, you will be uh, emailed as well if you're a winner. But yeah, one week. I know you guys are excited, and I love the top row energy. But one week away until you have access. All right, so let's get the back next to you, question. Janet. Appreciate Thank you, you Jonathan. <laughs> all right, next question comes from Laura Jackson. Unmute yourself, please. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you guys for what you're doing. I'm telling you, I am just so impressed. You're amazing. Um, oh, y'all are blessed, I'm telling you. And I'm one of your senior um, students. Your earner. Yes. And I've been going to a lot of things and I've really been enjoying it. My question is, um, the, the, the federal I-bonds, They've just gone up. They were um, 7.12, and now they've gone up to 9.62. Mm. And my question is, um, is this a good place to park your money while um, you're like waiting for things to change? We have an amazing advisor here. I want him to step to earner. the plate. Hit it. Yeah, it's a great question. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I'm going to ask Clint. <laughs> I'm so eligible for Social Security. Yeah, your ex queen's the age. Hold on now. <laughs> I'm 66. 66. Okay, oh. well, 66 is still young. Still young. I, Very young. Still young. So you just, yeah, I mean, technically, that's like right at the beginning stages of, of you know, what society deems as retirement. Um, so. Oh, I still work. Okay. Um, so no, I'm not really a big fan of like, as Ian, as Ian said earlier, I'm not really a big fan of, of bonds, um, or in, of any type, unless it's like muni bonds, but that's a whole different conversation mm -hmm. for a high net worth, extremely high net worth people to get, um, tax-free income. But other than that, I've never really been a fan of bonds so much. Um, but you can have a, um, more diversified, like bonds, it's, it's, you could invest in funds that'll have like a 60 40 split between equities and bonds. And that will give you more protection on a downside. Um, your upside potential won't be as great, but a balance fund, they're called balance funds. And um, I used to like that a lot when I was an advisor, the balance fund, especially Fidelity. Fidelity had a good balance fund. It was like a 50 50 split, I think, between stocks and bonds, but it, it averaged like over the last 20 years, it was averaging like 9% a year. Um, so that's good. And it never really, it didn't really draw down too much. So if you are interested in like some level of bond exposure, then I would recommend a balanced fund as opposed to investing in just straight bonds. And most wirehouses and most brokerage accounts have some bond, um, exposure in a balanced balanced fund portfolio. Now, these are the guaranteed, um, federal, um, 
our bonds, inflation, our bonds. Yeah. Are you in them already or no? Yeah, I've been getting them for a while. Since, oh, if you know, hold on. Yeah, since the them, last six months, not a not a while, but when they, I mean, but but you you got to ask like, what's your what's your purpose? Is it to to grow wealth for long term? Because it's like if sixty six, let's say you live another thirty years, so I plan to. The whole point is to beat is to beat inflation, and right now we're at record highs as far as inflation. Forty year highs is inflation, so hopefully inflation will come down. But what if it doesn't? So. That's why I think you still have to be investing in equities. Like before it was like, all right, you don't want to invest in equities when you retire, but now people are living a lot longer. So mm-hmm. I don't really like most people die when they climb Mount Everest on the way down. That's what they don't tell you. Wait, say it again. Most people that climb Mount Everest die on the way down, not on the way up. The reason being is that everybody has a plan to get to the top of the mountain, but that's only half the battle. Nobody really thinks about once you make it to the top, how are you going to get down? Getting down the mountain is just as hard as getting up the mountain. That's what they don't tell you. So I look at retirement like the day you retire, that's like reaching the top of the mountain. That's only half the battle. Now you got to actually get down the mountain. And most people struggle in retirement because they don't they run out of money. So they run out of money because they don't have enough money invested and the money's not growing at a, a rate that's going to actually sustain them while they're still taking money out. So when you start taking money out, your money still has to grow. If not, all it takes is a couple negative years in the market. You take money out and then in 10 years, you have no more money. So that's why a lot of people use like the 4% formula. Like you should only take 4%, stuff like that. But that's the hardest part of, of actually accumulating wealth is now you have money but now you got to actually make that money last. And that's why people get really, really scared and nervous because they're like, all right, I don't want to blow it. I don't know what to do. So that's something that's not talked about enough. Like once you're actually at that point, it's easy to get to the point. Just invest two tag, two index, put as much money as you can. That's the easy part. There's, there's no there's really no strategy in that. Honestly, you could just set it on, on autopilot. The strategy comes when you got to start taking money out. Mm. that's the hard part yeah is, is that the only investment that you're currently in no um i think i was unclear on my question because i do invest in um stocks as well oh um, you're okay. okay what stocks do you have um i have all the ones that you say and then i have some other ones i call them like the dirty dozen Okay, Ooh, that's good tell me those. <laughs> the dirty dozen. let's do it let's, let's, let's do, do it, it. on this list of dirty dozen uh-huh. So so I have 12 um that I have and I have my granddaughter. Um she's she's pretty good at, at picking stock. Um she's only 11 and so she has 12, and that's what we're holding on to. Okay, we let's run have the ETFs. Um we have the it's like seven of those, but most of them were Vanguard. It's the QQQ, like you said, and the other ones are Vanguard. Um, and both of us have Roth IRAs. Okay. And um, then I'm still working. So I have, um, I do a 457 at work. I contribute okay. that. Are there any individual stocks that you're in currently that you, that you know of? Oh, yes. You care to share a couple? Oh, I mean, I have like Amazon. Um, hold on one second. I, can grab my book. I mean, she's actually invested very well. Like 
everyone. I have like Amazon, Google, and um, now I bought Amazon when it was like three hundred dollars. Listen, wrap the show up. No, but the thing, but the thing, but the thing that people get on me about is that I don't buy a lot of stocks. You know, like I buy, I buy one, I buy three, but most of them, like I have like ten. You know, I don't have yeah. a lot of stocks. And even um, when they had the um, ANC, AMC, and mm. um, GameStop. GameStop, yeah, my granddaughter got that, and she made like thirteen hundred dollars in one day. She's eleven. She's 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 a good picker. Uh huh. Listen, you don't need <laughs> us. I appreciate no, you. No, I do here. need you all. I do need you all because I'm gonna tell you what. You said something that I could have saved a lot of money in because you said I was bad. Like when they were talking about the IOPs, mm-hmm. and so I bought like Lemonade and Robin Hood. Um. And I shouldn't have. And then I heard you say, "Wait ninety days," and I never heard that. Yeah, before. for IPOs. Yeah, yeah. I right. appreciate that. Save some money with that, so you can always learn. That's why I came to you all. I was trying to get my daughter to come because um, you all are just so good and entertaining. She loves sports and the way that you do it, and I got hooked myself. We gotta have her on. I appreciate that. You're doing great. I mean, yeah. the bonds that you're investing in are a good hedge, but you have exposure to other things that are higher growth. And can I tell you a secret with investing? Okay, tell and me. Anytime we buy a stock and we buy a little of it, it goes through the moon. 3x, 700% return, 1500%. Anytime we put a lot of money into a stock, 20% negative, 15% negative. It always happens. We always wish we put more money into the winners, but you're in the game. Um, you're doing incredibly well. Like you're, you're beating most fund managers right now. Like most fund managers don't have Amazon at 300. You're doing incredible. Can, can we uh, get some fire emojis in chat for her, please? Yeah. And, and look, bigger, bigger than like you're in the game, but you have somebody that's watching you too. Yeah. And so they learning, a generation is learning right from you doing it. Absolutely. So that's so encouraging. We love you. Thank you for being part of this. Okay. Okay. And the other thing we have is like, we have some cheap stocks. We have two, both of us got 10 cheap stocks. Okay. We got 30 off. dozen and 10 cheap. Okay. Uh-huh. Right, 22 right. now. And, Come on, and that's it. That's 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 what we have, and um, I can read you my dirty dozen. Well, 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 well read, me, read me the cheap ones because those can do the most damage. Okay, the cheap ones is um, out all set, Crossco Lab, um, Denison, Eventbrite, Genesis, Created, Charlotte's Web. Um, Idealnomics, Meta Materials, Sundial, American Gold, Silver, and Zynga. Okay. Um, what we can do, being tight on time, I can do a post on it and then we can put it on my page and EYL's page if, if they uh, like to. And while we can just say these are good, these are bad. Zynga did incredibly well over the last two years, but I want to give you like a full yes or no. Um, okay. How, how much? Yeah. How much of your portfolio is in the I bonds? It's a great question. Oh, you can only get um like ten thousand. Fifteen thousand max. Yeah, yeah, maybe ten grand a max. And you can year. only get the other five is with yeah. the um if you use your tax. So I get it for my granddaughter, and I've started getting it for myself. But um, they say you can cash them in six months. I think a year. I yeah. think you got to hold it for a year, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I mean, it's paying. It's paying a pretty decent amount right now. Um. Yeah. And she so, got it at the perfect time. That's what I do want to say. Like to get it six months ago to hedge, 
it's a hedge on inflation. It's not a long term for your granddaughter. Yeah. I don't know about long term situation because it goes with inflation and inflation is high right now. So that's why it's paying. But if inflation yeah. goes back down, then it's going to go back down. But for you. Right. And it changes every six months. Yeah. For you. Um, I mean, it's not bad right now for that for the time frame that we're in right now. I mean, the, it's not really going to change. It's not going to be something that's like life changing. Like if you put $10,000, I mean, you get like a nice return. It's like almost like 9%. Yeah, it's um, a good protection mechanism. Cur- currently right now. But um, I mean, over the course of time, it's not really, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hold it for five years or nothing yeah, like that. It's or, not or really like a, a wealth generating thing, but it is a good short term inflationary hedge. For like a savings account type mm-hmm. vehicle, yeah. I figured it was better than just parking it in a in a in a bank waiting for things to go down. That was my. I agree, I, I agree a thousand percent. Yeah, well, I may have to get you like Investor of the Year trophy. Like this, yeah. this is well played, like well timed. Six months ago, um, but that's the power of being patient and listening. Yeah, Laura, you you all self all self educated on on bonds and all that, Lauren. Yes. That's amazing. That's amazing. But I yeah. but I learn I learn I learn from different people, but I've I've been watching, I've been more into what you all are doing, even the book club and, and everything, because another thing that you said is like get to one person and stick with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I found that I made the most mistakes when I was doing listening to different people. And so once I started listening to you all, I could still make my own decisions, but um, stay away from day. Stay, stay away from day is a major key. And, yeah. um, that's a major key in life when uh and that's just life, not even investing. Was like people always say, like, you know, they told me. Mm-hmm. Well, they mm-hmm. is right. the they the word they is the root of all evil. That's why my ex is my ex right now, listening to they. <laughs> my <laughs> baby. <laughs> my baby. <laughs> Boy, the moisturizer, you must <laughs> they didn't believe in us. A little bit, baby. Stay mm-hmm. away from that. Oh, they never believe the you. You They don't the want board. us to win, so we got to keep winning. Dang. You are on the ball, I'm telling you. <laughs> and I appreciate you. We appreciate you, Laura. Appreciate you. Stay away from that. I'm just trying to be entertained. Yeah, no, no, no. I feel like Lauren watching us from the couch right now. Just like, I love them guys. Shout out to you, Laura. And shout out to your granddaughter and your daughter for tapping in as well. Shout out to you, the whole family. And I miss you. I'm so proud of you. No, don't <laughs> listen to what they told you. Baby. They told me. I hope yeah. she's not watching tonight. Oh, she I hope she is. Hopefully, hopefully they watching together. I hope you are. They all watching. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even dirt you. These are just jokes. Sponsored by the good folks at Ally. Comedy special coming soon in partnership with 85 South. <laughs> they, they, they get you in trouble every time. Every time. Every time. Every All right, time. Connie, we are coming to you. Um, <laughs> yourself, please. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, yes Connie, how, how are, are you? you? I am great. How are you? I'm so happy that you finally chose me. Hey. Uh, now, I'm more senior than the other lady. And before you ask, I'll just tell you, I'm 77. Oh, you. And God bless you. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> and my question, you already answered it, but since you said unmute, I had to. I had to come on. Mine was the earlier question about Amazon. I really couldn't understand why would I buy quite a few Amazon, even though it's going to split, 
-hmm. What's the advantage when I, if it's, if I buy it at where it is now and I, and I get it and it's 125, say 125 a chair, mm -hmm. would it be worth it? Or should, would it be better to just wait till after the split? I love your energy. Um, I, I will wait to after the split to be able to get it for a cheaper price. Uh, some people may want to just buy it now or in the last couple of months because they had money that was like burning a hole in their pocket. So I know some people like if you have, let's say, 10000 and you don't do anything with it, you're going to end up spending it on a car or friends or et cetera. But um, since you are a wise and patient investor, yeah, I would definitely wait until the split happens to be able to get a better uh, cost basis deal out of it. So yeah, I would definitely wait. A wise and patient old advisor really want to drive a new Escalade, but <laughs> new Escalade, the new Escalade is nice. It's a nice, it's nice. Very nice vehicle. <laughs> Thank you. I'll just continue to hold and hold my back up. Yeah, June June third, June third. This place is gonna happen. It's coming soon. We got All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we we have, we a month away and. We're gonna have Connie. Somebody needs to be driving Connie in that escalator. She don't need to be driving. Big facts. Oh, come oh, but on. I like to lean. Hey. <laughs> Yo, let me get your address. We gotta send you some gifts. Sitting sideways on slabs. Like I love this. <laughs> Shout out to the mature earners. Yes. Yes, the mature earners are amazing. Mature earners. This is a mature conversation. Thank you. Youngest, we'll tell you what leaning means later. It's lit. Can I ask you one question? If you can um go back to when you were maybe 30 or 40. Can you share with those that are younger, if knowing what you know now, how much different will life be for you if you knew how to invest back then, assuming if you didn't know how to do so? Connie, unmute yourself, please. She is amazing. I love her energy. Uh oh, unmute yourself, please. Sorry, I muted her. That we're oh, moving on. There you go. Is that better? Yeah, okay. now. I, I, I've worked since I was 13. Mm. And I've had about 10 businesses. I haven't ever had a job. Wow. I put all my energy into raising my kids and teaching them all I could. But I didn't have the knowledge to know investing. I really didn't get into investing until InvestFest, the last one in Atlanta. Wow. I bought my, I brought, I paid for all my well, I don't have a two. I pay for my two children. They're 50s. <laughs> They're in their 50s. But I drug them with me. And uh, I paid for my sister who lives in Atlanta. And we all came to InvestFest. Now we're all investors. But uh, if I had been able to do this when I was 30 and I was standing behind the chair in the beauty shop for sometimes like 18 hours a day, yeah, I would be a, I've been a millionaire and gave it away but i'd be a million million millionaire so yeah and that's why you're young and that's why you're young so you don't have to be like me now i'm trying to put big chunks of money in just to be able to um sit down and not get up i still work i i just started a new business in order to have enough to be able to invest like i want to what's the name of your business i take care of intellectually disabled uh, individuals. So I am what you call, I'm an agency for host home providers. Okay. I provide them with the um, clients. So, and I, I I have a day program for those clients. Do you have, uh, can you tell everyone the name of your business and do you have cash up? 
Yes, the name of my business is Lifetown, Lifetown LLC. You have a website? I don't have a website. I don't. Um, I'm just kind of small. I'm focusing myself on Black individuals because we tend not to put our people in places like this, but there's so much money in it. And we don't, we tie ourselves down trying to take care of our individuals at home when there's, when every client that I have is mostly white. And if we could take advantage of some of that and go out and work ourselves, we're kind of like in a sandwich. We're taking yeah. care of our mothers and fathers and we're taking care of the kids too. So my, my business, I just started it. I haven't been going long, but I've been working in the field for the last seven years. What city are you located in? I'm in, <laughs> I'm in a little city called Peyton, Colorado, right outside Colorado oh. Springs. Oh, I, I used to live in Colorado. I'm, I'm very familiar. Very oh. familiar. I, yeah, I, I used to live in Springs and Pueblo West in Denver. So do you have do you have do you have a cash app for yourself with a business? I have a cash app for myself. Yes. What's the, okay. yeah, what's what your, what's your cash app? Let's do it. He's ready. Right <laughs> it's Cardi Brooks. At, spell can, it for can, us. Can you can you put it? Can you spell it or put it in chat? I can put it in chat. Yeah, please okay. put it in chat. And if okay. someone can get our website built, um, send me the bill, um, please oh, at ian at johnredpanda.com and I'll pay for it tonight. You don't know what this is going to do for me. I'm happy to help. Hi. Hi. Don't done and done. Cry. <laughs> You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to put, I am going to put it in chat. And thank you so much. Thank You're you, honey. Yeah, thank, make sure you put it in chat so we can get it. I'm going to put it on the YouTube oh, channel. Try saying it one more time, yeah. Connie. My, the name, the name of the Oh, the name of the business is Lifetown LLC. Mm -hmm. My cash app is just Connie Brooks. C-O-N-N-I-E-B-R-O-O-K-S. Oh, yes. -N -N -E uh -huh. Correct. Got you. Hey. Oh, a website. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I, I mean, I'm sorry. It's just no, it's amazing. Do it. <laughs> Won't amazing. <he> do it? <laughs> yes. He yeah. Yeah. Especially if you guys are, are in Red Panda. Uh, Telegram, if you have the ability to build their site, send me the invoice for it right now. Uh, I'll get it knocked out. And kind of even if they try to send you the bill, we're going to send you some cash outs right now. So we're going to offset. Yeah, that big bill. facts. I'll send mine. Don't so even I worry about you. it. It's, before this show's over, you're going to have it. Yeah, that's a fact. I just um, pinned Beautiful. it. I just I think I pinned it in YouTube. Um, I think so. Shout out to yeah. the mature earners. Facts. They're amazing. Yes, it's pending YouTube. Uh, Connie Brooks is the cash app. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Like, imagine knowing what to do. I mean, like, think how amazing it is. Honestly, is 30, 40 years ago, we wouldn't be able to even have a lot of these conversations, even in private. Information was so hidden. Like, that, that, that alone, like, makes it worth it. I, I love that she it. said she took There's her 50 year old kids to Best Fest. That was That's amazing. Incredible. It's never too late. Nope, never. Because look how many generations you'll be able to impact and change. And yeah. Yeah. All right. And that almost made me tear up. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. 
And earners, make sure you submit your questions ahead of time. I've only had like 10 to pick from today. What? But the mature earners are actually following the rules. So shout out to them. It's not it's not letting me pin. I guess they don't let you pin cash apps. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Oh uh, yeah, it's not letting me pin it. But it's Connie Brooks. C O N N I E B R O O K S. Yes. All right. What the world needs now. Hey Connie, I just sent it. So it should be there. Yeah, I'll send mine. Yeah. Sweet love. You in a real good mood. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Yo, you started that's early. The, that's the only thing that there's just too little of. You see what's up there? Top two. Yeah. Top five of all time. That's top one of all time. Top. Shout out to my man, Greg Self. I believe I have my order coming in for those. Oh, I yeah. We put those in. Very vintage. We put the order in. And, and my favorite album of all time. And I put this up there for a reason. So we talked about Netflix last week. If Listen, watch, though, I know if, if you watched that first episode of the second part of, of Ozark, mm-hmm. when she, she took out her CD thing and I saw it was a red CD, I said, no, she about to put Illmatic in. Mm-hmm. And then if you watch the episode, you you you, you, you know what I'm talking about. Illmatic plays throughout the entire episode. Yeah. And shout out to Killer Mike. He made an appearance in the episode. Shout out to Killer I Mike. know. That was crazy. That was, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to Illmatic, though. I'm so excited. He going to be out. Somebody got to clip that up and send it to Nas. I don't know if he's even aware of it. They had a whole part of the episode about him. Pay homage yeah. to Illmatic. Crazy. Um, one of the greatest bodies of work I've ever. Uh, shout out to 19 Keys on a check-in. Just gave, yeah. just gave $100. In the building? Gave $100 super chat. Keys, what up, though? Shout out to the brother. 19 Keys on a check-in. He is um, having a high-level conversation live in Atlanta on May 4th for his birthday. So first and foremost, happy early birthday to night. Happy early Keys. birthday, brother. Shout happy out to birthday. All, shout out to all the tourists out there. Oh. Um, happy birthday to my sister too. It's tomorrow. Happy birthday you. to happy my, birthday. my wife. Happy birthday, Danielle. Friday's her birthday. And happy birthday to my sister-in-law. Hers is, is the seventh. And happy Mother's happy Day. Happy birthday, Danielle. Happy, yeah, Mother's, happy Mother's Day yeah. to all the moms out there. Love, we, I mean, we love our mothers, but. I Fellas, think, order your Kenya stuff tonight. Is Kenya is, is the sixth as well. Shout out to Kenya. Shout out to the whole Felton family. And Keys, the fourth. Shout out to, yeah, now shout out to my, I got I to gotta give this proper. 19 Keys, hottest in the streets right now. High level yeah. conversations, 100,000 plays on his episode in one day. The guy numbers. is heavy in the streets right now, man. Keys is one of a kind, one of a kind kind, yeah. kind of guy. Podcast is amazing. You understand yeah, me? Absolutely. You understand me? <laughs> you understand me? <laughs> and we just sat down last week too, so. I heard, I heard. Another high level conversation. I heard, I heard that's, that's going to break the internet. That A good little four be- hours. Yeah, at least, at least four hour. part at one. Least. Part Jeez, one episodes be like three hours and thirty seven minutes. Yo, mm-hmm. released on four forty four p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well played. <laughs> I can't wait to see Ian on it because with the aliens and everything, you guys are gonna <laughs> feel that. I don't think they. I don't think they had the alien talk. I don't think they had the alien talk. That's. Oh. Uh, no, not yet. That's part two. <laughs> he wanted to. I was like, listen, man, I got a couple things. I got to go. Go do it. Let me grab one real quick. A couple of bags and then I'll come back. Yeah. So next time. Till next time. I want to get into it, though. To be, to be continued. Uh, Especially for those of you in Colorado. <laughs> More I was like, wait. That's what that's what a UFO um is that yeah. what a UFO is that is that every, every, I thought every, it was in New Mexico. Uh, there are more sightings there though. Oh, but Ian, are you an alien, Ian? 
Ian, are you an alien? Child of God. Child of God. First. Er yep. Wait, so you're saying this? So Area 54, that was New Mexico or no? I think Area 54 was in Texas, I believe, or something like that. I don't know. But, but Area, Area 51 is a 51. 51. I'm thinking studio. Diversion. But Colorado got like a whole joint, like, you know, yeah. where they, a lot of sightings. Now it's like actual. Like joints? Like no, aliens? like aliens. Oh, there. <laughs> you remember the show V? Birds are not real. Did you see that? Are you familiar? That shit crazy. <laughs> that shit, yeah, that movement he made off TikTok is genius, though. Oh yeah, my god, yeah, yeah people are crazy. No, it's no, a no. whole campaign of birds are not real. It was on sixty minutes yesterday. Birds are not real campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a quick way to dispel that myth: go shoot a bird with a BB gun and then cut it open. <laughs> You'll see. There's no robotics on the inside. They said all birds are, are government surveillance drones. Nah, that's too far. Birds are not, not too far. real. That's too far. They shit it on my car yesterday. They definitely. Uh, <laughs> then somebody was like, "You ever seen a baby pigeon?" I'm like, "I haven't looked for one." <laughs> go find That's you one. Actually, a great point. I've never seen a baby pigeon. We can go find one. Yeah, they just go too far. They somebody know. sell me a baby pigeon for five hundred. I cash up you. And then oh, I'm I had, I had a theory. I had a theory years ago that um turkeys are actually dinosaurs. The crazy thing about like, it is, <laughs> no, here's the crazy thing about it. I, I this was like when I was like ten years old. I said turkeys are dinosaurs. They actually said that turkeys are dinosaurs. What makes Who, them a dinosaur? Like they're they're directly they're direct descendants of dinosaurs, and they said like technically they're they're dinosaurs. Like they're direct descendants of dinosaurs. I've never heard that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I got researches. Don't trust me. Trust Google. Yeah, we gotta Google that. Dan, Google <laughs> for real. Wait. You got Ian stumped. Wow. How many generations removed? Cause technically, like I'm an ancestor of the Anunnaki. But... <laughs> like right but, now, but yeah. then what they're trying to say is that dinosaurs never really died. All this like this whole extinction, just of, just this yeah. whole extinctions of like because well, what it said and, now is that the, they just they're done. Yeah. Like they just died off during the um ice age, but. They but the, to, even like, with that, there was different era. Like you have the Mesozoic era, you have the Jurassic era. Like there was thousands of years of yeah terrain and like. It was so many different variations of animal than planetary environments. Like even the soil that existed in the Mesozoic era would could we couldn't even walk that land. It was so acidic and so dangerous and toxic to like. So man. you looked at a turkey and thought dinosaur? Like how did how did that's that my happen? question? You got I, yeah. I looked at a rhinoceros and was like, yeah, that, I could see that that would be a dinosaur. I never turkey though, bro. Yeah, rhinoceros. I could see. Yeah, turkey. <laughs> Be mindful. <laughs> Stay woke. Stay woke. Thanksgiving Stay woke. will never be the same. Sit. Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. Prodigy Super said that Super in '96. Four. You know, and you know the crazy thing about that whole Illuminati situation. Come and get your soul. They got skip. <laughs> Shannon shout. Skip. 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 Are you crazy? Boy, what? Wrap it up. Hold Mike, on. Clip it up. Clip it up, Mike. It's, it's, clip it up, Mike. Clip it up. Instead of Go ahead. I'm going to just talk in the background. <laughs> what? I'm back in. He has left the building. My man. <laughs> Go ahead. Man. Uh, what? And hey, you say me in 19, man. Is it a You worried about what me in 19 say? Then the Illuminati would just, hey. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> 
Wow. Oh man. Ooh. Third eye. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> so about that Jay Z album, Hard Knock Life. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Foxy Brown. Classic. Gotta get that paper, dog. Classic. Oh man. Turkey and dinosaurs, huh? Can somebody send me an article? Dan, send me an article. Dan, what's up, man? He, he looking for I'm not buying that. Dan. Alligators, crocodiles, yes. Great white, I can understand. Megalodon, if one exists. Oh, you got oh, something. Now you got complete. something. Oh, my no, God. A, no, no seriously. It's an actual thing. Yeah, it's, in the it's an actual thing. It's been proven scientifically. Stop saying that. <laughs> what are you doing? Because most science can be bought, but I'm right. not going to get your point. Um, Look, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's in the family tree. I appreciate you, Dan. We're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look at this. Yeah, another that's too much to read right now. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Uh, another glorious Market Mondays. Shout out to everybody. Out Shout out to our mature owners, man. That was Shout that was special. Mature owners, that was special. Very special. Very sponsored very. by Don Julio. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> 1942. For 1942 flows. Mm. Um, they're saying yeah. they're not sure if they got the right cash app on Connie. Who, whoever that Connie was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is Connie still here? Just I want her to confirm that I sent the right one. Hold on, let's Ooh. see. Connie, you want to bring her back real fast? Yeah, just see if she got yeah. at least my mine and Ian. So we know Connie of Vermont came up tonight. Okay. No. <laughs> Well, so, there's a Connie who just I'm got not in Anyway, I did put it on. It is dollar sign, Young Legals, 6969. Oh, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole different vibe. Uh, I can't, cancel your cash app. <laughs> what that's did legend. I do? Yo, when oh, keeping it real goes bad. That's, what? That's legendary. Oh, that's <laughs> legendary. That's legendary. Yo, <laughs> nah, nah. I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. I gotta get this money back. <laughs> cancel your cash out. Cancel your cash out for the time. I think. Wait, drop it in the chat, please. You Connie. can still cancel it yeah, within I'll like an hour. Connie yeah. from Iowa, <laughs> send my cash out, no, back, baby. No, I gotta, hold on. Hold. Remember? No, I listen, but whoever this Connie Brooks was, she came up. Now that's legendary. You, you got you, okay. Hold can on. You cash, can you cancel it? She said a oh, whole. Mine is complete. She said a whole different nah, vibe. Wait, it, what is it again? Young legals. She said young legals. It is. It's a dollar sign. Yeah. Young legals. Six nine six nine. Listen, I, I'm at the crack open the little gift. Josh got me. Hold on. What is that? <laughs> Boy, hold on. Yo, <laughs> what? <laughs> I cry. Yo, hold on, I got you. I got Let me. You, I got you. I got you. <sighs> wow. I like won't tell my children about this. Please yeah, don't. We gonna, Please don't. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, we're going. Hold on, I'm just slide this out the purview. Um, okay. it, it's never been open. Young legals, what? Young legal. I'm gonna put it in the chat, Ian. I'll oh, put Jen, it on chat. Can you just you have to make, it's in the chat. Oh yeah, it came up. Cardi Brooks. Young Jen, legal. Jen, can you put put this in the chat? Put that okay. in the chat, please, and then text it to me, please. Sure. I'll just text it to us. Young legal. Bro, bro we got some Zinfandel or something over there? Because I'm I'm scratching. <laughs> I'm no, I'm joking. No, no, we got I got you. Oh my god. Shout out to my 90, 90s babies, y'all. You, you, you couldn't you couldn't cancel it? No, nah, it's over. What? Yeah. No, you, you know what's right. cash up. You, you can request somebody, a refund. Yeah, some bless somebody else. Yes, I said scratch in honor of Gucci man. Support his new project. Shout out to Gucci. Yo, shout you know new project. Shout out to Pusha T. And I usually don't do that, but shout out to him, man. He made a a really good album. 
I gotta listen to it. Yeah, it's a it's a really solid one. Wow. Okay. Cool. Okay. This has well, been a legendary market Mondays. Very much this is so. in the books. Without the leather jacket. Yeah. It may be the black. Every time I wear black. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Shotty got on that velvet. Yeah, Troy. Like once you send it, it's like it's iconic. Like, I'm gonna but, send but, it to the new no, one. No, you can't cancel. I know that. No, that's all right. We're gonna get you to, I'm gonna get it yeah, to the Yeah, we, we got you. <sighs> I, I just okay, dropped I'll, it in I'll, YouTube I'll go, as get, well. Give it to me one more time. Oh, I'll text not... it to you, Ian. Thank you. You're that's, welcome. that's not coming up though, bro. It came it's, up for me. It's a dollar sign. Y O U N G L E G A L S. Six nine six nine. I had a phone going off. Some going I through. I do. It's my okay. phone. I'm trying to okay. get to it. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of, yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. It comes up. You gotta put a dollar sign. Uh, you gotta put a dollar sign. Um, I was probably looking at my activity. That's why. Uh, young legal. Okay, dollar sign. Legals. Dollar sign. Young legals with an S six nine six nine. That is yes. the cash app. That is. Your, I used to is, do bankruptcy, so I was called Young Legals. Understandable, very understandable. Can you put the dollar sign in the thing you pinned on YouTube. Um, okay, Connie, I'll send it to you. Yeah, to Thank the other you. Connie Brooks from Omaha. Connie Brooks probably got Please. at least twelve thousand dollars. Easy. At least, what? At it least. was meant to be for her. Yeah, maybe Where she needs that was. blessing too. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, you, you blessed two still, people tonight. <laughs> I am so I don't know what to say. All right, kind of can you just God confirm that this one this payment case? <laughs> oh, yes. Let me see. I'm shout sorry. Shout out Josh Brown for the gift. Yeah, shout out to the other Connie Brooks who so sent you some money. Nighty Key said y'all just gave that money to a Trump supporter in Iowa named Connie Brooks. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> you donated to my campaign. Make America great again. I see it. Okay. Aww. Okay. All right, God bless you. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. I will, I will be there with every young person that I can get in Atlanta next uh, for the next Invest Fest. Cannot wait. Thank I you. can't wait to meet you in person, Connie. Make sure, absolutely. Shannon, can you connect the dots to make sure we can connect in person at Invest Fest? Yeah, yes, absolutely. of course. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank to you. the other uh, Connie Brooks. Shout out to send, you. Send 10 of your friends to watch the show. <laughs> Please. Donations. Boy, we get donations. Donations. Red Panda family. Like, what? Ooh, where does come from? Oh, accepted, man. accepted, 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 accepted. Oh, man. Oh, gee. Listen. Somebody in Red Panda, please telegram me about building her site, please. And then if Connie and already reached back. out to me, Connie, about that. So. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Pay it for it. Be a blessing. I, as you always have I, I, see, I can hear her phone still going off. I know it is. Yeah. And I'm scared to look at it. No, look, look, <laughs> confirm it. <laughs> confirm it. Right here, confirm it. It is. It's going off. Should I tell you where it is? No, you can't. No, don't tell anybody anything. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Silencio. Wealth requires know, silence. Mm -mm. Do you know that I needed 
I needed to get a van. So now I have my good damn payment on a van so that I can do transportation for them. Oh, van. That's amazing. I'm, gonna I'm not going to sleep tonight. That's beautiful. Me, me neither. <laughs> a whole different what of reason i'm just I'm out sorry. i'm outside i'm outside god bless you continue Thank to you. continue to do the work wait rashad what the what was that I, all right you know, side side time in. definitely use this album it's just a, a monday you. night monday Thank night you. madness um yeah. god bless you god bless all the earners fat mm -hmm. um, it's a blessing to be a blessing Invest fest, her first time yes. ever. It's it's like the Woodstock of investing. Coachella, Woodstock, all of those type of things. Rolled in one. Rolled in one. Tonight has been a very eventful um market Mondays. Yes. Tear jerker. It's a everything. You had conspiracy theory, you had education, you had sports talk. You had drama. <laughs> this was, this could probably go up for an Emmy. This could probably go for an Emmy. If you really think mm -hmm. about it, seriously. We had a sports debate. Mm -hmm. We had tear jerking situation. We had yes. a moment of uncertainty where we gave money to the wrong person. And then some had theatrics. Yeah, some theatrics. We had the conspiracy theory conversation. Mm -hmm. We had the education conversation. It's a lot of y'all pods starting to sound like our pod too. We need some executive producer credits <laughs> oh, while man. we plan. <laughs> Going battle rap. Um, <laughs> we had the, the black woman um, at the work. You guys got to read that book. It's amazing. Black, yeah, black woman memo. at the yeah, workplace yeah, conversation. Memo. Yeah. And turkeys are dinosaurs. I'm starting that TikTok page right now. <laughs> oh, the turkey dinosaur <laughs> thing. Ooh, dinosaur hut. Emmy, I'm I'm, I'm I'm submitting this for Emmy. We're bringing that up to Houston. Market right next What's door. What's Rashad getting into tonight? I, that's that's that sounds interesting. That's no, that's, that's EYL after very, dark. Very nah, happy nah, nah, today. That's EYL after dark. <laughs> Big Fendi, right? Ooh, that boy. What's <laughs> snow at? What's we'll snow on Twitter? Hold on, let me look. New oh, series. The new Telegram. <laughs> on OnlyFans. Only I've on never only seen fans. you smile so much. On OnlyFans, you got to pay for this. Five dollars a month. They are uh, bad boy. Um, Yo, Wait, OnlyFans? She ran up 86 million. Yeah, wasn't something. Oh, bad baby, 52. Bad, 52. Yeah, 52, yeah. Close and she up. not even built like that. Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I could throw a couple of my exes up there, but woo, baby. I missed that. I'm not mad at the hustle. I'm glad you missed the little pass. Cool. Yo, this dude is on a different planet uh, right now. Chad and Corey told me to be more entertaining <laughs> and captivating. Gotta look dead in the camera, okay? No. Quit looking off to the right. Enough. I'm like, Who okay, told great. you to be more entertaining? My, my, my consortium of advisors. So I shout out to the squad. <laughs> you said my consigli. You gotta find a way to channel the the black jacket energy and not be angry. So I said, okay, great. Show Yo, more of my personality. Yeah, right. You're doing Jesse great, Jackson. man. When you put on his Jesse Jackson voice, I know it's gonna be hilarious. Hey, man. You know, I got a couple of voices. <laughs> no, yeah. This was Pedialyte. But can you grab the Pedialyte for me? Now this, this <laughs> Methuselah that Josh sent me. I can't drink this. So, dream team, y'all gonna tap help the me. Top. You gotta tap the top. Shout out to Leroy. Well, Leroy gotta come back. Yeah, I'm still Special delivery bell? It makes the noise. Yeah, it makes the bell. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see Like Pedialyte, somebody said. Never. <laughs> My dad had jumped through this laptop and strangled. I, what? I'm like that. Like Bart Simpson. 
No, I'm good. Uh, we we had a, a great episode though. I, I don't even want to wrap up. Highly educated. Wait, Darlene said who's Leroy? You haven't you haven't been following Ian long enough if you don't know who Leroy. Yeah, you got to go back to the origin. Oh, the origin. <laughs> the origin. One of Maybe my favorite for Invest Fest. You come out as Leroy. That'd be hard. <laughs> like Humpty Hump. That'd be hard. Nope. Leroy versus Ian. That'd be that. Never seen him at the same place at the same time. I <laughs> get that little wig, boy. Hologram. Hologram. Multiverse. He a movie for real. Oh, hilarious. Not a bad idea. Who did Tupac thing? Definitely. Yeah, well, I was just thinking it's Tupac. Don P, we need to. <laughs> the hologram. Boy. Hologram. Very, very needed. <clears throat> very needed. All right, ladies All right, and folks. gentlemen. It's been real. It's been real. Um, what are we doing this week? I'm, a call, I'm about to call you. I'm about to call you. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Turn my phone. Yeah, real quick. It is Teacher Appreciation Week here in New York. I don't know if it is the same across the United States. I want to send a huge shout out to all the educators out there. Thank you for <laughs> an amazing year. I know there's like 38 days left. I know you're counting down. Um, so I encourage you all to keep going. Uh, and thank you for all that you do. Uh, I support you. I am you. I love y'all. Shout out to all the teachers out there. Absolutely. ATL. You know the vibes. Oh, yeah. We, See you we this weekend. Away. Um, the culture con. We'll see you Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Invest Fest. Yeah, Invest Fest. Mark your calendar. August fifth, sixth, and seventh. <laughs> you know, my first Invest Fest. I'm excited. Wait till you see what happens. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna start getting my show ready right now. I gotta break in the webs. Um, May eight, fourteenth. Um, LA. Yeah, fourteenth for you. Yeah, advancing uh, Black Wealth with J.P. Morgan, uh, Damon John, MC Light, Dom Kennedy, and myself. Appreciate you guys so much. No Stock Club call tonight. And, uh, and what was that book you held up? Um, the Most Important Thing Illuminated by Howard Marks. It is an absolutely amazing book on investing. Probably one of the top 10 most important books I think there is on investing. Okay. All right, y'all. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Happy birthday, Jen. I love you, my sister. We can't shout it. You, you, you bought La Marina or something. You you excited. What were we doing? It's funny you say that. Yeah. <laughs> funny you say that. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, Stay tuned. Hey, yeah. Truth. Uptown legend. <laughs> All right. Good night, guys. Peace. Pull up in a yacht. I- Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.